Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Cold Eastwood, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the XNC Podcast live. How you doing? This is Cold Eastwood. Uh, welcome to the channel. I'm very excited to be here. It's going to be a crazy, crazy day. I was gathering topics for this show, for the XNC podcast, and just when I thought I had everything buttoned down, we had some big news break, and things are pretty exciting, and I'm here with a couple of great people in the community, kind of famous people. We've got Stallion83. How you doing, Stallion? Good, good. Thanks for having me. We'll get big Big news day today. Was it? Is this the biggest news day since you've been doing your podcast? This is the biggest Monday? news day since last week, I think. So, well, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. And it's somebody I really wanted to have on the show for quite a while who's uh, been a force in the community representing the Xbox. General MLD, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Colt. Uh, it's great to finally be on the show. Love your content. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since the 360 days, but... Uh, I am loving this generation so far for Xbox. So yeah, yeah it's kind of feeling it. like, kind of feeling like the 360 days are back and in, in their own way, and, oh, and yeah. that's a good thing. It's one of my and favorites. I got I gotta give a shout out to channel member veterans. I just updated the channel uh, badges. They're the uh, I, I guess I could pop them in here real quick. I've got these custom emojis here uh, that I kind of retooled so they look a little bit nicer. I'm just trying to pop them in as we go. But if you join the channel membership, you'll have that uh, next to your name. You can, you'll, I don't know. There's just special perks. It's just it's just good. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I'll hit send on those. But uh, I'll try to do nine things at once. But I got to give a shout out to the channel veterans who've been with the channel for, uh, I don't know, uh, a year or so. Uh, <laughs> I'm fixing my camera as we as we go too. Shout out to uh, Rodney Coots, Gaz, Dark CMF, Beta Max, Dante Moody, Alex Wilson, Lord Starkiller, Robert Jackson, Gamer McFly, Assassin Lupa, Nanopolymyth, Suicide King, Yodani Kezada, Phil, KY Bob, William Lanza, and Matt Burns. So shout out to them for uh, being here on the show. So it's so funny when I when I'm kind of like trying to tool things. I'm like trying to figure out what to say, but I am here. We're excited. Of course, we're going to talk about PlayStation and Bungie. Welcome, new member. 
Crazy Night Boy with the Joanna Dark picture. Welcome to channel membership. If you're a channel member, you'll get automatically entered into weekly, monthly drawings for merch. And you get my videos like 12, 15 hours early, if that means anything. I guess it's kind of cool. You can make a comment before anybody sees it. And then you feel special, I suppose. But uh, let, let me start off before we get into those topics uh, we were talking about before the show. But Stallion, what have you been playing lately? What's been your big game? I've been going old school, kicking it old school, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas. I've been playing the crap out of it. Almost 100%. I'm at a, like 97% or something like that. I'll, I'll have it done probably tomorrow. I never actually finished the game before. I still ha- I'm still i 97% oh. and I haven't still haven't finished it. I got three missions left. So I haven't finished the main line yet and I've, I've done everything else, but... This is What's not a badge left? of this is not a badge of honor, but that is actually the last PlayStation Two game or the place last PlayStation game I actually played was San Andreas back in oh, two thousand. That's what you that you were talking about. You first played it on the PlayStation Two, and I never finished it. Oh my! Because I was I was playing a lot of Xbox back then. I was playing a lot of multiplayer games and stuff like that. So I kind of went away from it. Plus, my component cable broke. So I'm like, I need my component cable for this PlayStation. It was one of, the, it was one of those. Mo- it was it was one of those monster ones. So it was pretty expensive at at that time. They were really expensive. But um, yeah, it's been fun going back to that. I've been playing through Game Pass. Still, a, still a really good game. Still a classic, classic game. I just wish they would have put better love and care into it. Mm, it could have been timeless. It could have been timeless. What about you, General MLD? What have What have you been playing? Well, this year, yeah, I've just been uh, hacking away at the old backlog. I I, w- I was surprised to play Stardew Valley for the first time when it hit Game Pass in December, and I put like 72 hours into that, and I, I feel like I barely scratched the surface, but Jeez. I loved that game. Uh, otherwise, Resident Evil 3, I also beat San Andreas, but uh, not not 100%. That's a little much for me. <laughs> but also, uh, I beat The Gunk, and just recently, Max Payne 3. So just a lot of like taking advantage of those BC games and Xbox supports, so... Yeah, why not? I missed them back in the day. Hey, Max Payne 3, phenomenal game. That was your Rock- first time playing Max Payne 3? Yes, I got, I'm got. So- i sad oh. to say it slipped through the cracks for me. Rockstar, they got to make more of these. I It just makes me so sad that Grand Theft Auto 5 has been like ongoing this whole time and they could have made another Max Payne or Red Dead or, you know, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Just well, they really did make a Red Dead. Game. They, did make, they did make a Red Dead, but... Yeah, you're right. They do need to go back to Max Payne. They need to show some love to Max Payne, or they just need to hand it off to somebody at this point. I mean, if they're not going to do anything with it. But that uh, that yeah, airport yeah. scene, that airport scene in that Ooh. game. Oh, amazing. oh my gosh! Like I amazing. died a ton because you like amazing. you have very little cover. That game is so good. When you get to the favela, if that's what it's called in Brazil. Yeah, I I still don't think you've seen. I've seen like a level that looks more authentic to what. The, what yes. the world looks like that it's so much detail uh rockstar is amazing uh, we always heard rumors that max Payne 3 would get remastered or enhanced or something and it hasn't happened there's got to be a reason why the xbox fps boost team hasn't been able to touch max Payne 3 it's been asked for but it came back and pat with no boost please tell us rockstar is doing something besides gta online but shout out to over 500, almost 550 people that are watching the XC podcast. If you're having a good time in the chat, I see you all there in chat. Or if you think you're going to have a good time or you have hope that we're going to entertain you tonight, hit the like button. There's 150 likes. Let's get that sucker up to about 500, and that will kind of uh, – that'll be pretty good. Uh, if, you, if you are in the chat, minimize the chat just to hit the like button to show your support. But you just being here and typing away, I'm watching you guys. 
You're being good. I appreciate that. We've got a lot to talk about. Let's start off with a uh, a, a little PlayStation banger that like uh, tapped into the news circuit today. MLB The Show 2022. I'll start with General MLD, MLD because uh, last year they gave us a freebie. They put MLB 21 in Game Pass. And what happened today? Well, uh, evidently it's on Game Pass day one again. Much to some people's surprise, some people thought it was only a one-time thing, and here we are. Well, it looks like clearly it was working. Whatever Microsoft wanted out of it, they got it, so why not do it again? It, it just it, It's really amazing how it looks. Like It's clearly made by a PlayStation first-party developer, but yet we're yeah. getting the content day one on Game Pass. It's a, it's a really weird situation, but hey, it's, it's welcome nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is welcome. And uh, what do you think about this, Stallion? Uh, did you get to play baseball on Xbox last year? That was one of my spring games. I got I got all the achievements in it, of course. I, got, I had to do that. And it, it's just great to see baseball back on Xbox. They didn't have any X. Well, they had RBI. Do you want to yeah, call no that a real. baseball game? No. Yeah, let's, no. Let's forget that game. Okay. <laughs> I, that done. Let's just, you know, that's over. But I think what was that game? Re- what was that game pass one? Uh, the goofy one, Stallion, uh, Super Ooh. Mega Baseball, yeah, Super Mega Baseball, yeah. where they got like huge jobs. <laughs> that one was ahead. actually that was pretty fun. That was, was better fun, than the RBI. But... but yeah, I mean, it it's great to have baseball back on Xbox, and it's great to see MLB wanting their baseball games to be on Xbox. But uh, like MLD said, it's so weird that it's a Sony studio and it's going day one into Game Pass when PlayStation gamers have to play pay seventy dollars. To play right same, so what happened game. so what do you think happened with that deal like what um there must have been some financially goodness growth that came from going to xbox you know day one on game pass huh, like um well obviously microsoft they paid the, the little bit extra to put it on it and maybe i don't know i, I guess would, would sony have to do the same to put it say maybe the ps4 version on ps now day one or ps plus I think they would take a hit on that themselves. Maybe they they don't want to, and Microsoft's willing to do it for the for, you know, for the goodwill. Because the way I see it, if people see on their friends list if they're playing on MLB the Show, yeah, they might they might want in on that. Get a snowball effect going. I can kind I can kind of see the logic in that. So get the word of mouth going, because it is new to Xbox. So it is in their best interest to drum up that interest as fast as possible. So yeah, yeah. Um... I know there's some people in the chat that don't care about baseball. And and when you talk about sports game, it's pretty hit or miss uh, as far as who's going to like it. But I have a really good friend under Cheever that lives in Michigan and he goes to like the Detroit Tigers games. And so we got to sit down and play that game on the internet, my home team Mariners versus the Tigers and um, play like, you know, play in his stadium that he attends. Like it's cool. Kind of cool. I know um, not everybody loves a baseball game, but I have to think that, microtransactions of people who bought the game and all the engagement on Xbox Live must have been a pretty big thing because, Stallion, this game hasn't even come to PC yet. And that was part of the plan. I I didn't even know that it's not even been to PC. They need to bring it over to PC as well. Major League Mm -hmm. Baseball needs to get on that. I mean, that's the driving force for it to be on the Xbox is Major League Baseball themselves. It's not Mm -hmm. PlayStation's not pushing this. It's it's Major League Baseball. They want to they want more people to get into baseball. That's yeah. why they're throwing. That's why they're throwing into Game Pass. It'd be kind of like, well, accu. Well, if if somebody acquired 
take two, for instance, in their, the NBA game, that would that would be multi-platform. Yeah, yeah since it's it would. such since it's such a big fran- since it's such a big franchise, an NBA would probably want it to be. That's kind of how how that would go. But yeah, now we're going to expect it to be there every year, though I believe. Next the the year after the year after, you're going to expect our, that game to be on Game Pass, right? If if it's been there for two years in a row, the third year, it's like we we want this on Game Pass. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. I thought last year was like the free taste, and then uh, that was one of the pieces of news that rolled in that it was going to be on Game Pass, and the uh, trailer was on the Xbox channel, which is so weird to see the Xbox logo for the Xbox channel, and then PlayStation Studios logo comes up. This is actually a theme we're going to talk about quite a bit today about how like our idea of the 2000s or 2010s exclusive idea is like totally changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I <laughs> General MLD. The other piece of uh, news that came in is that Sony's doing a state of play and they're going to have a big showcase for Gran Turismo 7. Uh, give us your excitement level <laughs> for oh. Gran Turismo 7. I'm not. I haven't played the Gran Turismo franchise, but uh, hey, um, like it's what the, a lot of them are hyping that up. It's coming out in March. It's cross-platform. Sorry, cross-gen uh, is it? So uh, it looks nice. Like okay, I mean, going mm-hmm. off the GT Sport, it had like a 75 Metacritic. So I mean, it's got like that's the bar. It's got to do better than that. So, but uh, overall, though, I mean, I, I'm Team Forza guy. I think Forza Motorsport has taken the the quality crown like for the, at least the last few few iterations and i believe we're mm-hmm. going to get the forza motorsport reboot this year that, that's my own personal um uh, est- uh, estimation so they'll have their fun i'm sure it'll be a great game but eh, that's me <laughs> <laughs> the, the eh sound <laughs> uh, what about you stallion uh there was a little quirk to this thing but uh, where are you <laughs> sitting on the next gran turismo I mean, it it looks good. It looks good. Gran Turismo has a rich history. When they first came out, those games were popping. They were sold. I'll go go back and look at how much those sold on the PlayStation. Twenty mm-hmm. million. They sold a lot. Mm-hmm. I loved those games. But then Forza came around, and I think it all changed from there. It all changed from there. And then Horizon came along, and then introduced it to a whole different group of people that don't like, you know the 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 racing game that's for the diehard racing fans yeah forza horizon is forza horizon uh, is arcadey and it speaks to a lot more people i believe mm-hmm. but yeah i think we're gonna see the forza game come out this year as well forza motorsport and you're gonna have uh gran turismo we'll see how those stack up yeah it's crazy they're gonna be like six months apart and the funny yeah. thing about this was when Sony announced the state of play that they were gonna have a major showcase for gran turismo 7 stallion um forza trended on twitter like immediately after that's right oh man (laughs) did you have anything to do with that or i don't know like what in the heck i wasn't tweeting about forza that morning neither was i uh uh living in their heads rent free you know yeah i don't know (laughs) i don't know if uh like uh general like the xbox guys tweeting about forza or the playstation guys saying this is going to be stomp forza yeah, as far as I know, the Xbox community, we're still tweeting about Activision Blizzard. Not, I mean, we're still playing Forza. We're still happy about it. I'm yeah. sure you see the odd, you know, screenshot. Look, look how beautiful this looks, but nothing trending worthy. It must be another fan uh, community doing it. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah, I didn't go back and look through those, but uh, it, it was kind of interesting to see that 
uh, the trending there. So um, one of the, one of the things that th- that reminds me of is um, just last week Xbox announced that they had 20 million people playing Halo and they had 18 million playing Forza, and then uh, everyone had like this. Remember Stallion? Like the big reaction to 20 million on Halo was, "Well, how many bought it? Because it's free to play." Oh, uh, did you happen to see the MPD results on December for MPD for game sales? Yeah. Did you see where Halo landed? It got two, two. right? Two. Number two. <laughs> so it got played by a bunch of people. Yep. It's, it was free to play. You can't buy that. Right? Right. Can you buy that? You can't buy that. So, I mean, obviously it's going to have a lot more people <laughs> play than it's sold. Right? I mean, like, yeah. that's just... That's just math, right? That's just that's just math, straight up math. But that's a big number. That's the biggest. I think I think they they said that's the biggest Halo uh, month ever, right? The biggest launch ever. I don't know exactly. Probably not. I don't know if that mean means money wise. I don't think it's money wise because back in the day, Halo three, hundred twenty million in in a week or something. I don't. It's something ridiculous like that. Yeah, it was a ridiculous number. More, yeah, more more sold, but they have twenty five million. Uh, game pass subscribers so obviously it's not going to make as much off the sales if there's 25 million people subscribed to game pass playing the game in game pass and it's a free-to-play game as well so how many people played the, the single player i guess that's the question i'd like to, well, I'd like to see those numbers i know i would too because you're what you're just pointing out is that 20 25 million people could have played the campaign for free instead of buying it for 60 and it's still hit number two on MPD. That's, yeah, that's, that's that's good. I mean, that's, that's a good insane. sign. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to give a shout out to uh, CJ uh, CJad ninety three for the super chat. He gives the thank you so much for the ten pound super chat. He says hi, Colt. Love the podcast. Do you think the Sony Bungie deal has been made to guarantee they have a player in the FPS market in case Xbox makes Call of Duty exclusive? What a great question, and we're going to dive into that in just a minute. Um, <laughs> that is crazy when we think about the first-person shooter. Uh, Xbox has most genres on lockdown, if you look at that. But uh, uh, let's <laughs> let's dive right into uh, the bombshell of the news that I, I saw it break from Jeff Keighley. Uh, General M.O.V., do you know where you were the moment the PlayStation announced that they were buying the Halo creator? I was playing Xbox and my phone went off pretty much. That's how it went down. And I, I looked at my, I looked, I looked it up. I verified it. And before you say anything, you got to like, you got to verify it's all on the level. You got to look at the fine details. And my first thought was, huh, I don't really, I never played destiny one and two. So and and from what I'm you seeing, they might not even even be exclusive going forward. It seems to me it's like a uh, Xbox bought Mojang situation where it's more valuable uh, the more platforms it's on. So I feel like it's that situation, but Sony's doing it with Bungie. And in that case, I'm like, well, there's no. I felt no sting because there was no asset denial. You see, uh, Bethesda, Activision Blizzard, a lot of IP are going to be under the Xbox umbrella going forward after all the contracts are done and all that stuff that which which is fine but as for as for this i'm thinking to myself so destiny is not going to be exclusive and it's just it's just bungie i mean okay 
uh, good for Sony. Like, okay, I mean, they're Intel. To, they're going to get their revenue stream. Um, they're going to make some money off that down the road. It seems like Destiny 2 going forward and their future IP is going to be making a lot of money to warrant the $3.6 billion. But uh, overall, though, as far as um, as far as far I'm concerned, as a Xbox fan uh, yeah, who, who, who loved the original trilogy, it, it just it doesn't really affect me too much. There's no there's no negativity here. I'm not triggered or anything. Overall, just good for Sony. It's good. That's really right. that's what it is. I'm not triggered. It's like it's just them, like with Xbox and Mojang. Yeah, good for them. That is so weird. Uh, you didn't play Destiny at all, General? Nope. Nope. Oh, okay. I have a unique situation here. Well, I liked Halo for the story, and then you see how Destiny One had the worst story, like especially for Bungie. And yeah, 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 and Destiny 2, I feel like the story got better, but it's mostly for the gameplay, it's mostly for the grind, for the loot, all that stuff. But by then, it's just, yeah, it just was just, I, I never picked it up really. Maybe it's a, maybe it's the Xbox, the Halo fan in me. Like, I'm a Halo lore fan, like, I love Halo, but I specialize in the, in the, in the lore knowledge. Okay, when Bungie made Halo Reach, it disregarded so much of the books and the extended universe while it was a great game to play. Solid first, solid campaign, solid multiplayer. The story just completely turned me off to Bungie. Oh, wow. And then Destiny, so you're kind of on your way out at that yeah. point on their last hurrah. Yeah. What, what about Destiny you, Stallion? One. What's what's your uh, history with the Destiny franchise? I I like Destiny a lot. I pl- I've played both one and two uh, quite a bit. I don't play it as much as I haven't played in a couple years. Uh, I got to be honest, but it was never Halo. It was it was never good. Halo, yeah. It was never Halo. The, the funny thing about uh the Destiny thing from Bungie is they wanted to get away from making Halo. Right? Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. kind of what they said. Yeah. We don't want to make any more Halos. We want to do something different. But how different was Destiny? I mean, it was kind of the same thing in a way. It's it's a it's a live service game, but you know, they're dealing with a lot of the same stuff. It's a first person shooter. It's a live service game, but they've been they've been making that game for ten years now, right? Almost ten years. Well, they're mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's going yeah. on to nine, ten years, whatever. I mean, they've they've been working on it for over ten years. That's point. what they said they would do, though. Remember, it was a yeah. ten year plan. Ten year plan, but they they're, they're still going with it. But uh, the the first thing I thought of is just the fact the the history with Xbox and Bungie. Now, this would almost be like if Naughty if if Xbox bought Naughty Dog. Because I think that's PlayStation's. <laughs> I think that's PlayStation's. That's their best. Uh, their their best publisher or their best uh, developer. And kind of like their. I know what you're getting at. Like their. Um, what's the word? Like I want to say like their. Kind of their father of 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 their main franchise, right? Mm. It is kind of similar. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I kind of get. But I on. mean, they have they have a lot more stuff going on. Naughty Dog has a lot more stuff going on, it seems like, than, than Bungie's had recently, be, just because they've only been making Destiny, Destiny games. But what what moving forward, we I know I think you're gonna bring up the quotes and stuff like that, but I don't know if for mm-hmm. sure we, we can say definitively that a Destiny 3 will be if they make a Destiny 3. I know they're working on a new IP. We'd I don't know if that's gonna be on Xbox. I have no idea. I gotta be honest, with you. Um, I have I have yeah, no clue. We- <laughs> We I do have, have no to clue. get into those quotes. Yeah, uh, they're a little there sketch, are some... and and, pl- and plus, you don't know. I mean, Sony owns them. I have no idea at this it point. Is... I have no idea what they're doing with it. But 
I, w- I would say the same as I would say most uh, when Xbox has acquired these companies, mm-hmm. they're going to be exclusive to PlayStation moving forward. Destiny 2 is going to live on Xbox. Destiny 1 is going to live on Xbox until they kill it off whenever they do that. Who knows when that'll be? But moving forward, <laughs> I don't I don't see I don't see those games. What do you what are you tra- are you going to trade Destiny for Call of Duty? What, oh what's going to go on here? Okay. What do we get? So <laughs> what we're going to get into uh tonight uh, you know, I promise you guys, if we're going to talk about PlayStation, we got to talk about it from the perspective of Xbox. What it means is, as an Xbox owner, and uh, I have both consoles, so it's just like, who knows what's going to happen? We'll get into like the details of that. I got to give a shout out to Tubbs for uh, 1971, who's in the chat. We've been friends for like a decade. Shout out to him for uh, hanging out in the chat. And um, I forgot to, you guys have great hats on i i could throw a hat on but i'm wearing my burgle shirt i'm a big fan of this grounded game a game i thought i would make fun of and my kids and i've been playing it like crazy so much that i spent like 30 dollars on a shirt for me and my other two kids they have these shirts so um it's got to rep a game that i absolutely love uh let me grab a couple super chats we're gonna get into some of these quotes because right now playstation is in the uh uncomfortable position where they have to approach exclusivity the way that phil has had to for the past year and a half guys remember how phil is kind of squirming like when the media to ask him about exclusivity and he'd have to kind of dance around these answers until he could say more playstation is in that spot we're going to get into it in just a minute i got to give a shout out to hargit johnny with a five dollar super chat good friend of mine talk to him almost every day on xbox when i can he says is Den- destiny bungie really worth 3.6 billion I can see why Xbox said no to Bungie. It's like half the cost of ZeniMax, but Zeni gives you so much more. I'm so glad Hargeet said this because uh, those of us who've talked to people, who've talked to people, who've talked to people, who've talked to people behind the scenes, knows that Phil made an offer to Bungie and it was a bit too much money. Uh, There's a rumor that it was a little over, a little under $3 billion. Now... It is in the situation where Bungie asked for even more because the price of acquisition has seen a skyrocket, like the housing market, because everybody wants some, and I want some too, as uh, my good man Daily Roth would say. But <laughs> General it's MLD, the are you arms race? That's what it is. Content it is the... arms race. It is 100%. totally the arms race. Um, Let's see. We got one from Brisket for the biscuit, my Australian buddy who lives in the UK right now. Thank you so much for the seven ninety nine Australian dollar. He says a smart buy for Sony. I think loved Reach. Ah, he loved Reach. He says I'm back in Oz. Okay, he made it back and stoked to see Colt at a normal time. Great show. So for him, it's a uh, eleven o'clock or noon over there in the future in Australia. I need to get over there. Have you guys been across or across seas? Or I've only stayed here in the states my whole life. <laughs> Oh, you travel, I've never, you travel I've been, around, yeah. Yeah, I've been to Hawaii and uh, Cancun. That's about it. I, no, no overseas stuff really. I hate flying. I don't like flying long, long trips. Yeah, it's like a fourteen-hour flight from uh, where flight, I live. So flight simulator. I'll stick to flight simulator for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I can I'll see every, you can see everything. You can see everything. In flight simulator. Yep, yep. Uh, I guess I'll fly over uh, Risk It for the Biscuits house in flight simulator. But I've already driven there like four million hours in uh, Forza Horizon Three. But uh, let's get in. Let's see. I got Dub, a channel member, eight months. So shout out to Colt and the panel. What a crazy month it's been in gaming. Happy to see all the competition going on. Both companies loading up the ammo. And one more from Hargeet. Thank you so much for the $10 super chat. He says, 
Also, since Sony has the highest gaming revenue with PlayStation, isn't buying Bungie a potential for a monopoly? As Hoag said, who I had on the show last week, anything over 100 million will be scrutinized. I think Hoag said anything over 100 million is considered for review. I think is how he put it. He says, is Sony in trouble here? Hmm. Stallion, is Sony going to be looking at a potential monopoly? I don't think so. I don't think so. They're just going to make more third-person action games. Destiny 3 is going to be a third, third-person third action game here on oh, out. That's, oh, no. <laughs> that's, they're going to have a monopoly on third-person action games. That's what it is. That's what's going on. No, I, I, I don't see that happening. They need a, they need a first-person shooter. I mean, now they... They had they uh kill zone was supposed to be the Halo killer. Well now they have Halo, the, the Halo maker mm-hmm. to make the Halo killer. Maybe they'll make Kill Zone what four? I don't I don't even I didn't know. I, don't know. I feel to. like I think Kill Zone's done, but yeah, uh, you're probably right. I'm just, that, can... that was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> no, no kill no kills no kill zone. What about you, uh, LD? Do you think that there's like a uh monopoly thing? You've kind of you have in your mind all the studios they bought seven in this past mm-hmm. year. Well, no, no, it won't be a monopoly because I think Tencent, they're, they're the ones to beat in terms of gaming revenue. If anything, I think it'll have the, have the opposite effect. It's only going to make Microsoft want to buy even more to catch up to the, the revenue stream that Sony is going to inherit. So overall, it's going to be good for competition. Xbox will keep being hungry because of this. Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah. it is it is totally an arms race. Shout out to over 1,100 people who are watching the show. This is the XNC Podcast. I'm Colt Eastwood. I'm trying to be the host. I'm here with Stallion83. He is a massive Xbox expert and a Twitch streamer and just an all-around great guy. And General MLD, who's an Xbox veteran, who goes all the way back to when the Xbox first had a power button. He's amazing. We're just welcome to the show. We're having a good time. And uh, hit the like button if you're having a good time with uh, this PlayStation talk. We'll get into this in the most interesting way possible. But I have to read these quotes because as we sit here and wonder if PlayStation just stuck it to Xbox with um, <laughs> by buying like their Halo creator. Shout out to Dealer Gaming in the chat too. One of my best friends. When we're not playing games, we're uh, playing games on Xbox. So yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. So here is the quote from Herman Holtz, who's the head of PlayStation Studios. This guy oozes cool for an Xbox executive, but he says... I am absolutely thrilled to announce a new member will be joining the PlayStation family. I'm a fan of Bungie for years. I've admired and enjoyed the games that they create and a great respect in the skill and building worlds that gamers want to explore again and again. It's a lot of PRs talk. He says, Bungie makes games with outstanding technology. That's a key word. Stallion, hold on to that one. Bungie makes games with outstanding technology that are enormously fun to play. They also have unmatched dedication to communities to play their games. And everyone at PlayStation and PlayStation Studios will be excited about what we can share and learn from them. I've spent a great deal of time with the senior team at Bungie, and it's clear their experience and skills are highly complementary to our own third-person destiny. We will be ready to <laughs> welcome and support Bungie as they continue to grow, and I cannot wait to see what the future holds for this incredible team. Suck it, Xbox. Herman Holtz. No. <laughs> Suck it, Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. You guys key on on that word technology. We're going to think about what their intent is with Bungie because there's more about exclusivity. But uh, I'll go with Stallion first. Do, do you know what he's talking about with technology? Are they talking about maybe li- like trying to make more live service games? I mean, that's what they need. They need they do need live service games on on PlayStation. They have kind of neglected that over the years. They have 
single player games. They have single player Mostly experiences. Not. Now they have a legit live service game they they own potentially. I mean, I know Bun- Bungie's staying somewhat Bungie's been weird like their whole existence. They're very flexible. It's like you can't lock them down. It's like you can't put a ring on them. <laughs> they, just, yeah. they just keep yeah. they just keep going everywhere. Like they, they were on Team Xbox. They bought their they bought their way out of it even before they released their final two games. They were independent before they even released um, a Reach and ODST. They were oh, independent. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. They bought their independence back then, even before they they signed the Activision deal. But the technology side, I'm not I'm not really sure other than the live service stuff. But they do need a legit first person shooter. PlayStation does. And they have it they now. Do. They have a destiny. They're, they, they have a proven track record to make amazing first person shooters. There's no doubt about that. They have the pedigree. They've been there. They've done that. The gameplay on on Bungie games. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. General MLD, you have to you have to experience. I don't love Destiny. Trust me. You know, uh, when Dealer was here in the chat, like we first cut our teeth in gaming. <laughs> we've since kind of, I think we've hidden those videos because I sound like a 12-year-old in that video. Um, but we kind of cut our teeth reviewing Destiny 1 because I played it hoping it would be, do great things and it really mm-hmm. disappointed me. So you got to play it for the gameplay. But General, what MLD, what is it with the, what's the technology you think they want to eke out from Bungie because... What they're doing is working. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought that too. Like, do they own the engine? Like, is is the game engine for Destiny uh, something that's coveted? Oh, yeah. What is the engine? Is it Unreal? Yeah, that's what so otherwise, so. if if no, yeah, I, if beyond that, I think uh, yeah, Stalin was onto something. Just their just their their net code, like the, the ability for them to like get, create a live service game with an addicting multiplayer that keeps people coming back. Because I think yes. that is ultimately what Sony wants. Because they did a lot of the experimentation in the PS3 era with a lot of multiplayer games uh, that, for just some reason or another, didn't pan out. Hence, their move to more towards the single-player games. I think this is just their foot in the door. They can now take these ideas and you know, apply them now. I mean, that's aside from that, the game engine, if, if they own that exclusively anyway. So, yeah. Who knows? Oh, yeah. I mean, if they can grab... We're going to talk about Bungie's future as far as what they're building in a minute, but somebody said it in the chat too. If they could just get their expertise, the way that Fallout, that Bethesda borrowed uh, Machine Games' first-person shooter mechanics to make Fallout playable behind the pistol and behind the rifle, right? Because yeah, you remember true. Fallout 3 in New Vegas. like The shooting's horrible, but the game's still great. Mm-hmm. You just forgave it. But um, you just use vats all the time. You didn't go in. You didn't actually use. You didn't go oh, into yeah. iron sight. It was terrible. <laughs> it was but but yeah. Fallout Four, like the shootings. I know people make fun of me for saying this, but the shooting's pretty good. It's. I mean, I could play without vats for quite a long time in a lot of the game. You know, I'll go to vats when you're under pressure. But anyway, the <laughs> point is, right? Uh, MLD, if they can get Bungie to help them on their next first person shooter, maybe they do have plans. To get a big FPS, like you said, the net code—that was a really good point. You know, mm-hmm. how do you get the net code? How do you get the matchmaking working? All the online components, because that's a dance. That if you've been, MLD said it perfectly. If you've been spending the past decade making first uh, single-player games, mm-hmm. and you're kind of out of the big multiplayer competitive uh, workout, right? You could use somebody like Bungie. 
So that is a really good point. Let me uh, grab another super here. I got one from Team Violence plus Jez. I don't know if this is Jez from Windows Central <laughs> because I don't recognize this uh, this picture, but he says shrimp, 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 which is classic uh, Jez Corden from uh, last year. Jez is such a happy troll uh, just for good laughs. He's so funny. Um, Jez is amazing. I would love to have Jez on the show, but where he lives, it's like three or four in the morning when the show starts. So maybe one of these days, somebody could just uh, give him like four cases of Mountain Dew and maybe we can make it happen. But uh, let's see. We got you. Donnie Kizada says, do you guys think Bungie has unreleased game that is a cash cow? Game is a platform because keeping them multi-plat oozes confidence. Yes. Let me read this next quote before I uh, hand it back over to these two gentlemen here. Uh, Bungie says, together we share a dream of creating and fostering iconic franchises that unite friends around the world, families across generations, and fans across multiple platforms and entertainment mediums. So as they kind of (laughs) went together with this uh, press release, there's all these quotes came from gamesindustry.biz. So MLD, across Hmm. multiple platforms, what is this oozed, oozed confidence to be multi-plat? Oof. I, I, I said before, a lot of this to me is just screaming uh, Xbox and Mojang. Like Sony is just really confident in, uh, in just the revenue stream that is going to happen uh, along Bungie's uh, like, you know, like yearly plans and going forward in the future. I think that they're okay with, the, uh, with them being multi-plat, reaching new gamers because the monetization, it's not within uh, exclusivity more and more these days. It's, it's all within engagement, DLC, microtransactions, stuff like that. As long as people are being engaged, that's what they want. I mean, Sony, they're slowly but surely seeing, they're breaking away from the old ways and they're kind of seeing what Xbox is doing and they kind of want a, a piece of that too. So this is like them testing the water. So I, I can kind of see that's what I think it means when it says that they're they're confident in all this. Uh, mm-hmm. even though it'll be multi-platform it's just the amount of revenue that they're going to bring in so that's why i think okay all mm-hmm. right i think that's a pretty good point actually i think that pretty much covers uh the, that's where the real the real money is but somebody has to know about what bungie is working on next because i'm not quite sure it's destiny 3 stallion do you know what their next game title is I don't think it's Des. I have no idea what it is, but I don't think it's Destiny. They've done that for ten years. Yeah, we've, we've seen that. They've kind of. I think they hit. I hit. They hit the ceiling. I, I believe they hit the ceiling with with Destiny, and it's going to continue on Destiny Two. They've got a new expansion coming out uh, next month. It's coming. Uh, mm-hmm. The Witch Queen coming out next month. It's going to continue on. It's going to continue everywhere. Xbox, PlayStation, PC. But when they're talking about multi-platform in these in these quotes, are they just talking about PlayStation and PC, or we're, we're, yeah. we don't know what they're doing? We have no idea what mm-hmm. they're going to do. They could do yeah. the Minecraft thing, but Minecraft already was already on PlayStation. They didn't take it away from PlayStation. And, but they did put Minecraft Dungeons on PlayStation and Switch, Ooh. which is kind of interesting. So moving forward, that that might be that might be no indication of what you know Xbox's plans are with 
Activision Blizzard stuff. Mm-hmm. But what in the hell is is Sony going to do with their games? Are they actually going to put them on X on Xbox? I have, well, I I don't know. <laughs> it's this is really weird. We have to read some more of the quotes. But the game project name that Destiny's working on is called Matter, and mm-hmm. uh, so. Uh, that could be the final name of the game, but as far as it's been reported, that's the new IP is called Matter for Bungie. Uh, it'll be something different from Destiny. Um, we can just guess it would be a first-person game like Marathon and Halo and, and Destiny. So they have a long history. So whatever they come out with would be amazing, but you could say that the obviously the Destiny stuff's going to stay, stay multi-plat. It already exists. You can't yank it off of Xbox, but this matter game could be the first exclusive for PlayStation, which means whenever they start on it, it could be three to five years toward the end of the generation when this comes onto the PlayStation five, but we don't know. And I have to read uh, another quote from uh, one from Jim Ryan, the great Jim Ryan says, the first thing to say unequivocally is that Bungie will stay independent, multi-platform studio and publisher. We are starting. Oh, this is a this is great. Jim Ryan says we are starting to go multi-platform. You've seen that. We have yeah. an aggressive roadmap with live services. That I got to stop there, General. Yeah. What in the heck? <laughs> he just said we believe in generations, like yeah. eight months ago, and he's saying we have an aggressive roadmap to go multi-platform. Do I have to read this again before I give you the yeah mic? like? The beginning part, the part where he says equivocally, just say that part again. The first thing to say unequivocally is that Bungie will stay independent, comma, multi-platform studio and publisher. Yeah, like that alone is just uncharted waters. Like we've never seen that before. It's an acquisition, but they are totally independent at the same time and they can make their own decisions. It's not like Bethesda where they have their autonomy, but ultimately their platforms have to be in the Xbox ecosystem. This is like full autonomy, like stop period. So it's just, it is, it's so unlike Sony. And I liked, and here's, here's the little joke here. It's like Jim Ryan saying this, but Jim Ryan, he said some questionable things in the past that turned out not to be true at all. So who knows? Right. But, oh man, this is oh, the other way. Else. Yeah. <laughs> this is something yeah. else, man. What about you, Stallion? What uh, is that? Uh, is that news to you? That statement that he said? No, I saw that. I saw that. That was the first thing I saw, and I was thinking. I was thinking back to the Phil Spencer quotes as well, with all you know, the Bethesda, the Activision Blizzard. What he said that that quote was more definitive than anything Phil said about like, games being exclusive, Bethesda games or Activision games being exclusive or not on on Xbox. That was more de- that was more definitive, but there's still wiggle room. They say sure. multi-platform. Destiny is huge on PC. So with this with these quotes, I think they just didn't want to alienate the PC gamers, not the Xbox oh. gamers. Okay. They didn't want to alienate true. the, the PC because because PlayStation has never released a game day one on PC as well, and they just want you to know, hey PC gamers, you're going to get it too day one. We're coming, That's- baby. Because fi- finally, finally, I mean, we got God of War on PC. They're fine. They're, they're trickling them out. But eventually these games are all going to come out on PC day one as well. Something Xbox has been doing for what? Five years. 
six years, six and has or been seven criticized. years almost. Yeah, five years has been has been criticized too, for whatever reason. That's such a massive change from. We were yeah. we were talking before the show about like how we got into the community and created content and uh, general MLD was saying he kind of was away from the content creation commu- community when uh, as far as creating content when the Xbox One came out and that's I came in not long after that I came in to the the actual as, absolute cesspool of uh, <laughs> please don't buy an Xbox from the media and from uh, retailers across the world please don't buy an Xbox is uh, the world I came into great content but this is such a change shout out look to at you, you now look at you now it's like you it's like you uh have you ever seen uh deframe when he when he crawled through the the shit in the jail uh <laughs> that's you now that's you now you look at through a river Josh, yep. redemption. There you yeah go. i did i crawled through this long <laughs> two you know two football field length sewer pipe and came out in go. 2019 or 2020 when i actually started buying studios it was absolutely ridiculous. You know, Tubbs in the chat, him and I had so many conversations. We had arguments even because he plays a lot on the PlayStation, plays a lot on the Xbox. We had arguments because Xbox was sitting on the bench, riding the pine, uh, not making games. And uh, there was a lot of, um, there was some toxic activity going on, but we had some fun uh, and we're still great friends through all the uh, chokeholds and and uh, I'll, you know wedgies and whatnot over the internet but uh let's see where was i we got to give a shout out to pvt ghost 24 thank you so much for the five dollar super he says i think the portion of toxic sony fanboys are going to be triggered by xbox fans not being angry with sony buying bungie i'm not angry guys how do you feel about this i think you kind of said a little bit i'm great <laughs> I'm, I'm good i'm man. I'm, I'm not peachy. angry. I think it's I think it's a good fit for PlayStation. They yeah. need a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. It's a good it's a they good do. fit for PlayStation. I think they were probably asking a little too much from from Xbox. A, a 3.7 yeah. 3.6 whatever. It's a lot of money when Bethesda was just 7.5 and what you're mm-hmm. you're getting a great game but all they've I'm not going to say all they've made. They they've done a lot in the history of Xbox. It would have been nice for them to come home. I would have loved to see them come home. It, I, it was I almost it's say, almost like yeah. Insomniac coming home to to place. I mean, they yeah, finally sure. bought them. They yeah. finally put a ring on it. But it was a little too much. It was, they were asking probably a little too much for Xbox, considering how many first person shooters do they have now, mm-hmm. and live service games. I don't. Doom, need, they have Wolfenstein. Gobs. They have Halo. Too yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. No, I think cool. with uh, Call of Duty Warzone, you know, you know those those uh, rumors that Call of Duty Warzone will come out in 2023 and it'll be multi-platform. I think that's their bungee right there. That that Warzone Two is gonna print so much money. It's Call of Duty. I think they know that like that's mm-hmm. a much better bet, and they already got mm-hmm. that. So bungee sure. might be a little too much on top of that. So that that's what I think. I think Warzone Two is a better cash cow long-term and xbox knows it yeah and i think warzone could sustain itself as a multi-platform if it also included some some pvp maps beside the the battle royale mm-hmm. uh, then you could just say look you already kind of have this package deal here uh, this multi-platform deal but the call of duty thing we'll talk about in a little bit as well uh shout out to over 1300 people who are watching the XC podcast i'm the host cold eastwood i'm here having a great time with stallion and general general mld 
And we are talking about PlayStation. If you're just joining, if you're enjoying the show, hit the like button. Let's get that up to 500. The chat is amazing. Seen so many good friends and great people who are having a lot of kind of working this stuff out as they type about what in the heck is going on with exclusivity. Because Phil Spencer stepped up to the plate today and said, hey, Herman, you know, good job. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you bought what we couldn't. You bought what we didn't. And um, I think they all get along behind the scenes. But that doesn't mean we can't uh, (laughs) tussle a little bit. But (laughs) we've got uh, Doovy with the $5 says, I believe Bungie... Q&A stating future games will be multi-plat. They said extend to play anywhere people play games. Gosh, it sounds like an Xbox quote. Yeah. Doovy says, to me, that says it'll be Xbox 2 or Xbox as well, he means. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Flame with the $2 says, boy, oh boy, I sure do love all of this organic growth. So, <laughs> <laughs> Stallion, this is, a, this is a topic of discussion because this is really Xbox-centric as well. Like, uh, Xbox just bought 10 studios with Activision and Blizzard. PlayStation has bought about seven in the same amount of time. And there's this organic growth. Uh, does does this term rub you the wrong way? Uh, does it really matter? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, I don't think it matters. I don't really like, they're all looking to get content content right now on their, their platform. Content is King. They're trying to get that content. It's a content arms race. Who cares where where if it's organic or non-organic or whatever? As long as you, if if you're acquiring good studios and you're making those studios, if you're enhancing those studios, mm-hmm. if they are becoming better because you own them, what's the problem? Let let's let let's let let's let it play out and then we'll talk we'll 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 go through the steps of was that a good acquisition or not we'll know once we see these games come out if they're better psychonauts psychonauts 2 was that game better because because xbox owns them yep oh yeah it was 100% <laughs> that's Definitely a good was. point what about you, MLD? What do you think about the organic thing? Have you had any arguments with people on social media? Tell me you dug in elbows deep on this one. Oh yeah, I was in the trenches there. Like uh, when they when they when Xbox got Bethesda, that seemed to be the uh, the the default comeback narrative. And in my opinion, it's like the weakest narrative because it's meant to what devalue and like the the whole acquisition like it means nothing just because they weren't bought or built up from the ground up or something. Well, like Stallion says, like, what does that matter? All that matters is that they're great. If they're great games and they're on Xbox, fantastic. That's the point. Who cares how they're acquired or how they're made? The point is that they have them. And and don't and people may be saying, well, uh, Sony and Destiny, Bungie, they were close with like Destiny one and two uh, time exclusive content or marketing mm-hmm. rights, marketing rights, and cat like uh, giving them a check for some time exclusive content. That doesn't qualify as organic. That's just you cutting a check. Okay. So, so it, it's just, I never liked the narrative. It, it made no sense to me. So, yeah. yeah, you're right. It is like that. It's ammo for the, for the war on that one. Like, um, how familiar are you with uh, PlayStation Studios? How many of their studios have they bought? At least, at least half, I think, are bought over the years. So, again, like the narrative doesn't even fact check their own history so <laughs> I, I don't i don't get it like uh, a good example of this stallion is the last of us part two is one of the greats of last generation one of the highest rating 
uh every you know so many people played it i didn't love the heck out of it but you know how many people worked on that game have you heard those oh, factoids well, a lot of different studios yeah, a lot of different studios. studios pitched in to help make those then uh, that's the case with a lot of games that's the case with so many games i know this came up when uh perfect dark was yep. was being uh developed by was it square right or not square um what's the studio that's helping with that uh crystal dynamics yeah crystal Crystal dynamics Dynamics. there you go there you go chris that 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 all came up because of that but yeah i mean there's so many teams that work on a lot of these games they put a lot of work into to to everything they make so Mm -hmm. again if the game is good what does it matter how it gets how it gets made if it's organic or organic is food it's not fucking video games (laughs) okay i don't i don't know what to tell you it's boutique (laughs) it's boutique stallion it's It's not farm to table It's farm to table studios. I I got it. It's so funny because I, I look at it like a sports team, right? Like everyone's rooting. Uh, like if you're rooting for the 49ers, you know. Actually, I was <laughs> said this last week when the 49ers are playing. But like, like your your team has to be like born and raised in that city city and go to that university, that alma mater, and be you know coached by all the local teams and eat eat the best organic fruit there. To, to make it to the Super Bowl, it's so obnoxious. Um, when you bring up Perfect Dark, Stallion, like I'm thinking, I want Perfect Dark to be really good. And then I think of the initiative is like 80 people. Like who's working on it? They bring in Crystal Dynamics. I'm like, okay, I like what, what they've done with some games. So I just want it to be really good. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. 2,000 people worked on The Last Was Part 2. And I think a dozen studios pitched in to make that a reality. And it turned into a really high-quality product. If you loved it or if you didn't, it was uh, organic quality. But <laughs> I don't know. Those those arguments just go on and on. Risk it for the biscuit. Thank you so much for the Australian. seven ninety nine. He says, anytime you come to Oz, I've got three rooms. All yours, Colt, for that low price of only 15 <laughs> per month. 15p yeah. a month. He says, Pretty loving good. the show. Got to fly again, but hit that like button. He said he's, he's getting on to uh, Flight Simulator. So, yeah, just fly over PlayStation Studios and and you can um, drop some pesticides. Make sure everything's <laughs> super organic, uh, organic pesticides. But yeah, I shouldn't have said that. That's that's so violent to, to drop pesticides on a building and ruin the paint job. But let's get into the. Uh, I never want to say anything horrible, but there I did. Let's get into the rest of these quotes. This is, um, I think, this is a. This is so weird. This might take a turn. Uh, The last quote I have from Jim Ryan is, philosophically, this isn't about pulling things into PlayStation world. It's about building huge and new wonderful worlds together. That's like a Phil Spencer thing to say. Like, uh, I don't know. That's weird. (laughs) That's so unlike them to say that. There's something here that he's saying that I attributed to what... Bobby Kotick and Phil said in their interviews about the acquisition. Hmm. And I'll read it again. He says, it's about building huge and new, wonderful worlds together. So I would suppose that PlayStation is going to help with matter, the new IP, but the word that came to my mind was, is this a metaverse reference? Oh, because think about this arms race that we're talking about with studios being acquired. Like, I don't believe that PlayStation and Xbox are out there buying studios and publishers 
to keep him away from Tencent. That can't be the only reason. There's got to be something bigger that is worth that money because why buy something so Tencent can't have it or Amazon? It's like you have to think about what you're doing with your money. Stan, what the heck is the metaverse? Is this what's going on? I have no idea. I don't. I, they might be. They, they're spending a lot of money all of a sudden, like a ton of money. When they weren't, how 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 long ago they could have got? But what could they? Back in the day, how much could they have bought Bungie for outright, or some of these studios? It's just all of a sudden these last yeah. couple of years they're really, they're really spending the billions. Seven point five billion, seventy billion dollars. There's something going on. You're, I think you're mm-hmm. onto something there. But there's something else. At player, maybe they're trying to keep these. I mean, they're making a lot of money. They made a lot of money during the pandemic. Is it sure this kind of stuff? I mean, I always knew video games were going to be take over the world. That's that's what's happening. Video mm-hmm. games are taking over the world. Is it the metaverse, or is it just the fact that video games are going to they've had they've exploded, and they're just going to keep it's it's just. The trend is upward. It's not. I don't think it's going to go down. We're going to see, keep seeing these video games get bigger, larger, more people playing them. Uh, maybe this is for their subscription services. Obviously, Game Pass is a big at big play here because they want millions and millions of people subscribing to Game Pass, which is a great value. And for for the price, you get to play for the you know low monthly price, whatever you get to pay. You get to play all these games. That you'd normally have to pay $60, $70 for. Mm-hmm. Say, say like Ooh. Netflix, how much are how much are movies? $15, $20, but yeah, you're still yeah. paying $15 a month or whatever. And you're watching like eight of them that month. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The video <laughs> games are much more expensive and they're bringing you this value. So I think they're just building it up until where they have, you know, 50 million, 75 million, 100 million subscribers. And they need these ex- this exclusive content. I think PlayStation is catching on to what play- what Xbox is doing, mm-hmm. like lots of like lots and lots of content for the future that'll keep people engaged. Right? Yeah. Right. <clears throat> okay, uh, MLD. What do you think? Uh, the The metaverse is more than just Ready Player One. Uh, there's more to it. What do you What do you get from this? Like we've been we've been on this earth for a while. We've seen <laughs> gaming evolve. What do you think's going on with this thing? Like in the context of um, of Sony and Bungie, you mean? With yeah, with them kind of saying they want to build these big worlds together, where it seems like they're investing in more and more studios to build more and more games. There's two things I'll kind of direct you hmm. to answer, so I don't take it over for you. But there's kind of what Stallion was saying is future proofing with all this massive content for yeah. the soon to be millions and millions, right? And the other part is Project Spartacus. Spartacus. Yeah, I think I think in the end they do tie together because I I do agree the industry is booming at a very unprecedented rate. I think the pandemic kind of sped that along, like maybe at least by like at least half a decade, in my opinion. So and sure. with subscription services now becoming more and more of a thing. It happened in TV, happened in movies, it's gonna happen in gaming, Xbox, they're trying to get out in front of it. You need like like Netflix when they did their own uh, ex- exclusive stuff, content is king. So Xbox is doing the same thing. They're taking IPs that are like time tested. We're talking like decades old, some of them, like Doom and Wolfenstein and like Diablo for PC, StarCraft, things like that. So they're banking on that nostalgia. The uh, people, uh, the older IPs, those guys are like parents now. They're going to want to play them. The kids are going to play what they, what they want to play, that kind of stuff. It'll snowball from there. 
I think it's what it's all about now. It's all about bringing people into your own specific ecosystem and holding them. Because even if whatever Bungie makes in the future is multi-platform, whether it's exclusive or multi-platform, it will be on Project Spartacus. I, I pr- it's mm-hmm. pretty much guaranteed at this point. So whatever can differentiate Sony's services from the competition, I think that's the end goal right now. And and yeah, hence we're in this massive arms race. Everyone who can buy something is buying something. So I think they, they, they all see the future and it's coming faster than we think. Do you guys think that um, consoles are holding back the growth of gaming, even though they've kind of they've kind of helped it explode uh, in its own ways bigger than PC? But when Jim Ryan says that console isn't enough, do you think maybe because Phil's gone beyond it? Think about this before you answer. Um, have consoles sort of held back the growth of gaming somehow? I I still don't think so. I mean, it's it, I think it serves as a base from which it can grow because mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, no, I, I definitely don't think so. I definitely don't think so. Cause it all, it all stems out from there. I think for the longest time game passes, most of their subs came from console and only yeah. then can it branch out into PC and mobile as those markets grow. I mean, I'm, I'm, and that I mean like game pass PC, I feel like still has a lot of potential. Uh, it still has like a high ceiling. Cause like if, if they can find a way to get PC users to like on steam, to sub the Game Pass PC, the sky's the limit. But right now, it, it is mostly from I think the console base. So I do. They, I think yeah, that's my answer. I think well, it's a starting point. You yeah. said how they could get players from Steam to come to, to to Xbox. Yeah. Well, they still sell their games on Steam, so that they still get their money from there. Xbox yes. is still selling their games on Steam, but Blizzard was the big play there because right. those those games are going to be on game pass pc so that when you buy blizzard that's not just for consoles mm-hmm. that's that's a play on pc so steam probably maybe a little worse. They're, they're not steam is getting steam is rolling they're not <laughs> really like- worried but they're just they're just trying to bring some more people to game pass pc by the millions mm-hmm. and that's just, it's just not a console thing anymore it's growth everywhere because your question was is is console hold is is it holding back is that what you what was the yeah holding back the growth like yeah holding back the growth uh no it's just a it's just a another another piece of the puzzle to play games on wherever you can play video games we're going to give you an outlet to play video games whether it's console cloud pc whatever the metaverse is going to (laughs) be Uh, you know you can stream them on your xbox you can stream you can well i guess you can play them straight on your xbox but you can also stream games on your xbox you can stream it right on your your uh pc what is it xbox.com slash play play yep. play games there it's not the <laughs> it's not it's not the greatest experience yet but it's gotten better it's get it's mm-hmm. getting better with time so they're investing in that for the future they're future proofing that you know day day by day while playstation is kind of sitting back and waiting while xbox is going to have a huge lead when it comes to these these key things in the future, mm-hmm. Xbox is going to have a huge lead, kind of like they had with Xbox Live and PlayStation Network back in the day. Like they have the Next- lead right now over PlayStation on all those things you just listed, right? Right. They're already mm-hmm. far ahead. And they like, got the jump. All three of us are Gen Xers, right? Like we grew up in, uh, I, I grew up, you know, with a Walkman when I was younger. And, and then I drove around in a car with either a tape deck or a, or a in dash CD, right? So, for me to have a CD collection, 
it's so crazy you're talking about this stallion about how where you could play everywhere the thought of me 1990s me compared to now where my music was on that cd and i had to bring it with me in my car mm-hmm. or take it out of my car and put it in the house to listen to it um the now me my music is on spotify right here on my screen and then it's transferred right over to my phone when i walk away i plug it in it's in my car it's everywhere like my music and my movies can be anywhere and with phil and jim ryan saying we want to bring our games everywhere you go like it brings so much power to your dollar uh shout out to over 1300 people are watching this xc podcast Mm -hmm. Hit the like button if you're having a good time. We've got a bunch of stuff to cover. This show is live on YouTube right now. If you're listening after the facts, because I immediately put it on Spotify, Google, Apple, and Pocket, and uh, some other podcast platform. It's great, but I, I put that on a platform where you can listen to audio on demand. It's also be on demand after it the show closes. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about, but thank you so much for checking out the show. I'm here with Stallion83 of Xbox fame. Over three million gamer score. I think he's at three million. Three, not three million. No, I don't have three. One day. I could. I could have three million. I haven't oh, played. You, I haven't played. I haven't played all the easiest. Was it two point three? It's uh, it's two, two point two five. Okay. At this, see, at this point, we just Look round up and we just three? say he has okay. fifty million Four. gamer Ten score. Million. Ten million. Ten million. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny it's like uh, i was on someone's show and they go colt you're gonna be at two hundred thousand subscribers in no time and i'm like and me knowing what the numbers are doing because i watch them I'm like uh kind of like you three yeah. million yeah <laughs> but you know you're mm. like uh yeah anyway Soon. i'll be there <laughs> just, one just day, so you one know day. on the outside we think you're great and on the inside internally we're like i could do yeah. better i know i can do better <laughs> it's amazing but uh i'm having a good time also here with Gen- general mld Somebody who I'm starting to get to know. This is the best thing about this show is if somebody says, Cole, I'll do your show, I get to meet them, and it's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, we talk on Twitter all the time. It's not the same. Now we're here face-to-face, Yes, and we are ready to take on the world. Let me get a couple supers. Ron Hale says with a $5, thank you, Ron. He says, do you guys think PlayStation will let Bungie do their own thing and financially back them? Yes, I think so. He yeah. said, like Microsoft are doing with their acquisitions. Uh, in the stuff that I didn't copy all the text, but I don't, you guys read it today, but they said uh, in so many words, just like Xbox has said, that we're going to let them do their thing, and that's why we hired them, right? Did you guys kind of grab that from the all the interviews? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's why they said that they're uh, going to re- remain independent, right? So yeah. that in itself uh, gives a lot of wiggle room as to, yeah. as to what they'll do. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, here, general uh, MLD and I aren't like massive Destiny fans. Like we, he hasn't played it, <laughs> and I didn't love it, but uh, it is a quality game in its own way. I'll say that because I know there's diehard fans. Oh, yeah, I know sure. why they love it. How, how how do you even approach that? I, I just say I know they love that game for a reason, and the combat is spot on. It just mm-hmm. doesn't do it for me, and everyone's different, right? Mm-hmm. So Bungie is really good at what they do. So obviously PlayStation has said, yes, we're going to let them do what they do best and give them their expertise in, in exchange for funding and, and technical support and stuff like that. So we got RP, uh, RJ pays with a $10 says, sounds like Sony bought Bungie for their proprietary tool set for live service games. This acquisition seems more about fast tracking AAA live service games from PlayStation Studios than any specific Bungie IP. 
Does RJ have it right, guys? I think oh, so. Yeah, 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 that's a that's a good super. Uh, for Havoc, thank you for the $2. He says, it's good biz, but they overpaid. Uh, Stellan, you were talking about overpaid a little bit ago or about the uh, what the cost should have been or would have been back in the day. Um, h- how much do you think they overpaid or is it just the market now? Hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't know because you – okay. So Bethesda $7.5 billion, which is crazy money. Crazy yeah. money. Unfathomable amount of money. And we're like – all bets are off. You know, Microsoft will buy, can buy anybody now. I don't think anybody said Activision Blizzard. I don't I don't think even when I was last on your podcast, we did not talk about Activision Blizzard. We nope. talked about Take Two. We talked about literally everybody else. We just didn't bring up that name. And they are $70 billion. Don't round up. It was 68.7. Oh, I'm not going to round up yeah. your gamer score. Don't be rounding up okay. the acquisition. Okay. Right. What is it? 68.7, right? Was that the number yeah, exactly? Okay. Right. Yeah. Like that exact number, 68.7. How is it worth that much more than Bethesda? Bethesda has a lot of IP. They got a lot of stuff going on. They're worth 10 times more than Bethesda. I have no idea how that even adds up. I know that Call of Duty is the biggest thing. Seems Activision- like they have the same amount of like uh, currently alive IPs, right? I think Candy Crush. I think we're all sleeping on that. Apparently oh, that game know. prints money. Everybody forgets about that one, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. That's a, a banger. <laughs> That's a thing. I don't. We I don't know much about that, so we don't talk about it. I have never played Candy Crush, but well, maybe, maybe, maybe I will. <clears throat> maybe once it comes to Xbox, I'll play it, get some achievements in Candy Crush. Who knows? <laughs> but the fact that okay, Blizzard is huge. They have they have mega IPs, and then Bethesda's worth ten times less. I just I don't see it. I know Call of Duty's huge, like massive, massive, massive. And the fact that they have the big IPs now, all those big IPs from Activision mm-hmm. Blizzard that mm-hmm. have been dormant for, for quite some time now, they need to bring those back. Um, but uh, where was I going with this? The fact that um, it's, se- it's, it's $70 billion is crazy, and Bethesda's $7.5 billion. Now, and then you and say what was Bungie? 3.6. And that's one studio, and they have one IP. Oh, okay, yeah, good point. Yeah. Good how point. how in the heck is I don't know how the how it adds up to that amount of money, but it's 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 a crazy amount of money. Regardless, I have I have no idea how much was was uh, Insomniac. It was like two hundred, three hundred twenty something. Yeah. yeah, it was like two hundred fifty million, wasn't it? MLD. Yeah, like that, that <laughs> seems like, like a cheap. steal these days, especially when they make Spider Man and all that stuff. So yeah, I guess a, if you Minecraft was 2.5 million and that or sorry 2.5 billion yeah. and that was like 7 years ago. So I guess we can put Destiny kind of in that category is there a live service cuz Mojang was one IP yeah. one game and it was it's one of the best selling games of all time. Oh, but yeah, I'm sure cool. Destiny makes a lot of money cuz there is a big player base for Destiny. Well, that's the, it ain't no Minecraft. Minecraft is gone it's well no on gaming right oh, now. Oh yeah. For sure, oh, yeah. for sure. It's it's no Minecraft, but it's eight years later. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. That is crazy. Uh, you guys got me teetering on. I'm like, I'm ready to say, I don't think they overpaid. And then I'm like, oh, oh man, when I look at Minecraft, 10 years ago, eight. that's a heck of an inflation number coefficient right there. Maybe be about uh, the same amount with inflation. I mean, you're Maybe. talking about one IP, uh, the cash value 
the revenue value of Minecraft is absolutely incredible, but um, Destiny well, reached probably how many how many millions of players have played Destiny? There's probably been like maybe a combined total of twenty over both games, maybe. It might be. I'm just see guessing. If, which mm-hmm. is weird because Sea of Thieves is actually larger than that somehow, and it's not even looked at as, as being on like... that level. And Sea of Thieves is a huge, you know, live service game. But with, I guess, with Activision Blizzard, Xbox also got all those studios that are known to crank out games. Mm-hmm. There is no question they know how to deliver a game on time. Now, has Call of Duty kind of you know, went downhill a bit and their single player stuff. They come out them every single year. Mm-hmm. It's bound to get uh, bound to get fatigue on that. Yeah. But they, the studios that they have, they can make games. They know how to make games and they know how to crank out games. So when we talk, it, this goes back to organic growth and all that stuff. If you make a new studio, are they going to be able to crank out games like like these studios do, like Treyarch does? Oh, if you like make one, from the, build does? one from the ground up right, and start one up. That's going to cost yeah. you a lot of money to do that. Yeah. So it, it might be easier just, you know, purchase somebody that's already known to churn out games like a machine. And yeah, it what, took. That's what yeah. it took the initiative like two yeah. years to build, yeah. um, build up the staff to sit down and whiteboard and concept what would become Perfect Dark, and now they're finally talking about bringing in their contractor, which is Crystal mm-hmm. Dynamics, to build that game. Oh my gosh, I cannot cost a lot of money. Hear something about that. A lot, right. a lot of time and a lot of money put into that for sure, and yeah. that might be one of the reasons they might be seeing what is going on there. Not saying it, <clears throat> it's a bad situation. They're getting there. It's just taking a long time. Yeah. You need this content on Game Pass. That we Game Pass has been doing great third-party deals the first half of this year. Stalker got delayed. They need games throughout the year. Needs a good cadence of releases of exclusive content throughout the year, not just October, November. Times have changed. We're not and, just selling. We're not selling <laughs> games. Every, we're not just selling games anymore. They're selling a service. That would be like mm-hmm. Netflix saying, "We're going to bring out all our movies in October, November. Please say stay subscribed the whole year." <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Yeah. We don't yeah. we don't think about that because Game Pass is such a great value. Here here's a here's us doing our commercial right. Game Pass is such a great value that I would never unsub or I bought a whole year, so I'll just write it out. But you're right, Stallion, because last year. The first three months were pretty rough on Xbox, but once you got into Outriders, there was something every two weeks or something almost every week Mm -hmm. for the rest of the year. I was playing. Mm -hmm. I played a bunch of those games that aren't really massive. That were awesome. Art of Rally, The Ascent, um, the Outriders, which uh, Randall Thor and I cranked through Outriders for quite a while, but there was a bunch of games that I played um, on Game Pass. They have to have stuff. Yeah. What are the, yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. Yeah, there's no filling gaps. I, I talk about this, and people are like, "You they they fill they fill in the gaps with third party games." There needs to be no gaps. There no gaps, right? Yeah. And, and they've secured no gaps with these with these teams they have now that that know how to crank out games and the IPs they have now. They can have these teams. They can have Toys for Bob. Maybe that Toys for Bob makes a Banjo Kazooie game, mm. and then they. <laughs> They just have this diverse lineup now throughout the year. It doesn't yeah. need to be all first-person shooters, but they just need to have games with a cadence that come out, you know, a new exclusive game maybe every two, three months. With mm-hmm. with the teams they have now, they can do this. They can definitely do this. 
yeah. yeah, and I gotta I gotta say in the title of this podcast today, in the very middle, it says Xbox is not done. These are words from Satya Nadella and Phil Spencer in the press briefings and them talking to the media that uh, they just bought. For those of you who are wondering about acquisition, I'll give you a bit of insight of what's going on before we move on. Xbox right now is very laser focused on securing the deal for Activision Blizzard. And if you want to know about the legal details and some of the expert stuff, check out my last show with Brad Sams and Hogue from Hogue Law. And he talks, his shit's quite a bit of light on uh, how that deal's working out. But right now they're head down, making sure that nothing gets thrown in the gears for that deal not to happen. So they need to make sure that happens. But what we're going to start hearing about really soon is not studio purchases, but third-party IPs and franchises being built for Xbox like they did last generation, the generation before. Um, So we'll get into those in a little bit. Uh, I got to give a shout-out to... Over almost 1,400 people are watching the show on XSC Podcast. I'm here with Stallion83 and General MLD. And I got a couple of supers to grab here. We got Kylo Co. Thank you so much for the $5. He says, how hilarious would it be if Sony makes Bungie to work on a new kill zone to take on Halo Infinite? It really comes full circle. That'd be weird. But <laughs> They finally got the Halo killer mm-hmm. by the Halo team. I mean, get... Insomniac's busy, but somebody needs to do uh, resistance, and that's an insomniac thing. I think yeah. resistance is better than kill zone, according to most fans. But Yodani Kazada with the five dollar <laughs> super says, "Loose lips, Jimmy <laughs> says we believe in generation." He looks at Phil Spencer's notes. A-, a great, great, an expansive world where we can all play together. So <laughs> it's got kind of a a nice riff on such a change. Um, like three years ago. We talked about PlayStation possibly changing the way they look at exclusives, and here we are. The code always wins. Thank you so much for the five dollars. Says I'm here playing my PS2 retro arc on the Series S. Laugh out loud. What a console! What's a console anyway? Yeah, it's just a device where you play tons and tons of games. Um, RJ pays again with the ten dollar. Thank you, buddy. Says thanks. Sounds like Sony bought Bungie for their. Oh, I did catch, catch this one before. That's a. That's a. I got it. Hold on. Let me get back into. Instead of reading it twice, for Havoc with the one ninety nine says ecosystems in Microsoft are growing gaming. Uh, mm-hmm. There is such a big growth. Jr. Music, thank you with the five dollars. Says here's a thought. Microsoft wants Game Pass on all and any devices. Do you see a future where Project Spartacus? is on Xbox and Game Pass is on PlayStation. MLD, explain to the good people why full Xbox Game Pass won't go on to PlayStation 5. I think it's a few things. Number one, I think Sony might be too proud. They they don't want anything to get in the way of their own revenue stream. It wouldn't look good if Game Pass is bringing in more gamers than their own Project Spartacus. Uh, I mean, apparently Phil Spencer's been trying to do it for a while now, and they're saying no um, this whole time. I, I mean, I don't see them changing their mind in the future. I mean, I mean, I mean, look how guarded Nintendo is. Like, I feel like Sony—they're not as guarded, but in the end, I think they just want to look after their own stuff. They don't want the competition on their own platform. That that that'd be way too invasive in their opinion. So, hmm. so it can't yeah. go either way. Uh, that's yeah. a good point. Like. Because Game Pass would be massive on PlayStation, and then PlayStation games on Xbox would kind of ruin 
<laughs> that's so weird. Yeah. What do you think, Stallion? Like, is this part of the metaverse where you get our services, we get yours, and everyone's happy? I mean, it w- what would that look like, though? Because it would be just first party, the first party stuff that's in Game Pass, or the first party stuff that's in Spartacus. Because it'd be kind of it kind kind of be weird if you had Game Pass on on PlayStation that's got all the third party stuff as well. And they're you know you're not buying it on the PlayStation, you're just getting that yeah. that service. So what would that even look like? And would it be um, other than would it be native? Would could you? They would have to make Halo. Yeah. For PlayStation, how do you? These are tons of hurdles. How would that? How would you do this? If it, if it's if it's just cloud, that's kind of that's kind of easier. But if we're talking about native, you're gonna have to make Halo, Forza. You're gonna have to port those to PlayStation for that to work. If if a PlayStation user is gonna download them, and the same thing for play. If if Spartacus yeah. was on was on Xbox, how does that work? That seems like uh, it seem it doesn't seem feasible. It doesn't uh-uh. seem like it would work unless it's just streaming. Yeah, it would have to be just xCloud. And even then, it'd be a double-edged sword because a lot, of, a lot of gamers, they still don't want to stream. They want to play the game natively. Absolutely. So, yeah. Can't blame them. Can't bl- it's, this, it's, not there. it's not quite there yet, but it's, yes. it's getting yep. there. Yeah, you guys nailed it because I talked about this last week. Because um, you, you said it so perfectly, there's no way that Playground Games is going to sit down and say, "Okay, uh, we're, we're, our games are going on PlayStation, so we need to put the team to work on porting Horizon yeah. Five, Horizon mm-hmm. Four, no. and and whatever we have going on for Fable." Right? It'd be nuts. Right. And yeah. um, and you're right, MLD. Like expecting them to play it cloud based would not work. And the other thing. What you started to say at the very beginning, MLD, was that they wouldn't have a version where it didn't, you had Game Pass, but all the first party Xbox games just didn't exist there. Because that wouldn't make any sense because the normal, because normal consumers aren't like us in the chat here. Like the chat, and you, like we know everything about the industry. Like we're keyed in on every game, right? But your average person would load up and go, wait a minute, where's that? Isn't that Forza game supposed to be here? Like I want to, drive around in mexico and yeah oh, that's not on the playstation version like it goes against everything <clears throat> that xbox stands for so it's kind of like how ea play on playstation it kind of has a bit of a lesser library because they don't support the bc games on ea play you oh know? yeah there's tons there yeah yeah EA half of ea xbox play is back and back much better yeah but that's either, a good point yeah <laughs> yeah it would be a mess so yeah, rest assured that Game Pass won't push over on a PlayStation. I mean, what, whatever, right? Shout yeah. out to Assassin okay. Lupa, who's been a member of the channel for 21 months. She has the new Cortana badge that I just drew up a few days ago. Uh, I got to say, Assassin Lupa. Cortana movie? Is that the one? <laughs> you that- I just made the new Cortana, and then like two days later, the, oh. we're going to talk about Cortana, yeah. the other Cortana in a few minutes here. But I got to give a shout out to Assassin Lupa. She's been a great friend channel member for a while lupa if you're watching i think you are i'm wearing the burgle shirt thanks to her i was about ready to give up on ground and she talked my ear off on xbox chat one one night in party chat and she explained i say talk my ear off in the best way possible she explained in detail all of the deep intricacies of this game and a light came on i'm like oh my gosh this game's massive i took all of this knowledge she's crammed in my brain took it to my kids and we've had so much fun Ground has been like my game of the year so far. Absolutely amazing. 
Uh, shout out to Burgle, the robot that gives you quests in the games. But shout out to Assassin Lupa. She says, great discussion, Colt. Thumbs up. Grounded for the win. Hit that like, guys. So, yes, please hit the like. Uh, when you find a game you love, for like Stallion, he's loving that crappy port of GTA San Andreas, <laughs> and he's having a freaking time of his life, and that makes me happy. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. I got Jedi Knight Peter with the Australian $10. Thank you so much, Jedi Knight Peter, for being on the show every week. You're amazing. He says, do you think Sony overpaid for Bungie, considering they only have one established IP, especially when you consider Xbox got Bethesda for Doom, Elder Scrolls, Fallout. He doesn't say this, but Starfield, uh, Prey. Like it goes on and on. It, it's when you guys, when you two were talking about, did they, you know, what did they get for three point six billion or whatever the number was? Because <laughs> yeah. I memorized. Like, do you got Destiny and Matter? Like, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. So destiny and potential, potential next game, but yeah, they have they have their their pedigree. They have you know they they are known to make amazing first person shooters. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of based on potential. Yeah, the credibility right now. Yep. Yeah, and I know that uh, you know half the in, half the community bags on Destiny and where Bungie is right now and. I'm kind of half with you on that, right? But when you think, because you guys set it up so well earlier in the show, just the promise that Bungie says, we're going to sit down with your team and help you build a great, fully functioning, matchmaking, great netcode, competitive, or cooperative multiplayer experience Mm -hmm. in your own game. Like Even if that's the only thing they do is help a PlayStation Studios deliver an amazing online game, It'll be worth that money. I mean, that you, that's talent you're paying for. You said a key uh, word there too, matchmaking. They uh, invented right. they invented matchmaking. Oh, yeah. Games aren't what they are today. Online games aren't what they are today without Bungie doing what they, they did with Halo. Yeah, Halo 2. Yeah. Do they Halo have a name? For, I thought there was like a name for that matchmaking proprietary. Oh. I can't remember. True skill? Or is that Xbox's thing? It, that sounds familiar. Um, yeah. but it's so funny when we think about Master Chief Collection from 343 and matchmaking was not was not a good thing. No, no, they <laughs> needed Bungie oh. back. They really needed Bungie back at that time. 343 is mm-hmm. doing good. 343 is doing great right now with Halo, but it was it started out pretty rocky. And yeah, the like you said, the Master Chief Collection that was a struggle bus for a minute. But now that it's it's great. It's it's a it's a, it's a great it's a great service game. I I would say. Yeah, yeah, and they're going to keep uh, making it better and better. It's good that they're back from Christmas break and they're ironing out stuff that people really complain about. Shaz, too sick for you with the $2 euro. Thank you. Shaz says, console's not holding back the growth. For example, is Steam Deck. Oh, that is an interesting. Yeah. I mean, because I kind of thought of, when I say our console's holding back, like there's only so many people that buy consoles. And like Jess Corden for Windows Central wrote a great article about how there are really only 250 million consoles. Like at, at, at any given time, like you've got the Switch, the current PlayStation and the Xbox and, and the people that are on them, you have about 250 million. And then there's like 250 million people on Steam. So like they just, they keep cranking out consoles, but it only, that, that platform only grows so big. So um, Steam Deck, playing on your browser, 
Uh, will you guys ever try playing Xbox on your smart TV through an app? I'll try well, it. I'll try it when it's, it's available. I'll definitely try it. Yep. Uh, I tried XCloud uh, with with a couple of games. Like I played Dragon Quest Eleven on my TV uh, with uh, with Series X, and it looked it, it played pretty good for what it was. Mm-hmm. So it, it, the potential is there, and it's only going to get better as the years go on. Yes, so you played it. Con- you did that through the cloud. Yes. Yes. There so, was. A, so did you notice? Did you did you notice a little bit of lag? Um, there was a little bit of lag, but. It, Again, it depends on the genre. Like a slow-moving game, turn-based game like Dragon Quest Eleven, like you hardly notice it. And yeah, sure, the textures right. weren't like mm-hmm. pristine, but like, hey, it was the full game. It was there. It, it did look good for what it was. When you load I, that up and it's and you can't tell the difference, that's when they that's when they've mastered it. That's when they got it. They're not oh, yeah. quite there yet. Some not games yet. work better than others. Like mm-hmm. you said, that's a, it's a slow-paced RPG, mm-hmm. right? But like I, an I, I action game, a first-person shooter. Yeah, I want to play Killer Instinct on it or something like that. Exactly. It gets it gets a little dicey there, but if it's a slow paced Mm -hmm. game or a maybe a smaller game, you sometimes you can't some of the games I've loaded up, I can't tell a difference. Like Streets of Rage. Try out Streets of Rage. Oh, yeah. You can't tell you can't even tell you're playing it on the cloud. It's it's almost it's one to one, essentially. Yeah. Apparently Minecraft Dungeons is pretty popular uh uh, streaming. So geez, I I played the ascent on cloud and there, I couldn't tell any latency, but the visual quality, as it, you know, the bit rate quality was so low. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who are not like into the tech of of streaming stuff, the bit rate basically is what makes uh, how much visual information clarity you'll get. So if you're on a lower bit rate, it'll look fuzzy, like I said, a low resolution. Uh, but it runs at you know 1080p, but it looks really chunky. That was my problem with the ascent. But like I've got good internet, but the connection. To like, you know, you got to go to a route. All that stuff has to be spot on to get like the optimal experience, but they're getting there. They're really getting there. Um, let's see. We got Ah Beans. Thank you for the $5 super chat. He says the Bungie acquisition feels personal. Jim Ryan is mad at Phil, so he bought the studio that makes one of Phil's favorite games. I think he's joking here, but Phil loves Destiny, plays yeah. it like crazy. Um, yeah, I don't I- know. You guys got me. You both. You guys got me excited that I don't play mini games on PlayStation, but just knowing that PlayStation bought a team and most of the reason is to just get their expertise on doing something that Xbox has excelled at for mm-hmm. 20 years uh, makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, they need it. Something yeah. they need. Something. Yeah. That's not, it's, a, it's a good fit. I think a lot of people will be like Xbox. You know, if you're an Xbox fan, you're going to hate this. But who else? Who else was gonna? If if Xbox didn't buy them, who who else was gonna buy them? Amazon. They, I, have gonna, yeah, I have something maybe, else. I have something else that. Uh... I didn't want that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I have something else that that might make Xbox guys mad, but we got to talk about it. Um, this is a total change of course, and I'm sure the supers will get us back on course to the uh, the other subject. But games with gold. <laughs> Still, he's gonna love this one. Games with gold was announced, and the games are absolutely right yeah stallion i want to talk to you about this because you and i kind of have the same outlook we both think it's time for xbox to kill games with gold and hopefully fast track free online multiplayer can you give us like your little mini speech on this in the best way possible yeah it seems like it's time to get rid of gold because 
like you said, we want people, more people to come in and not have to pay to play these games online. That would be great. That would that scene that would more align with what Xbox is saying and what they're doing, but they still have the service going. The reason they probably still have the service going is a lot of people they've built up the Xbox Live brand. It's known by more people than probably Game Pass at this point. It's still more known. It's been around for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So there's probably I would say there's if if I had to guess, I would say there's just as many Xbox Live Gold subscribers as Game Pass subscribers. I would say it's pretty close. Maybe there still might be more gold. This is the reason they probably haven't gotten rid of it yet. But I think that will happen in about a year wow. where they charge they charge nine ninety nine for gold. That's the same price as if Game you buy Pass. it one month at a time. Yeah, if you buy it one month at a time, right, right, exactly. And that's the same price they charge for um for for Game Pass, not Ultimate, just regular Game Pass. So they're the same price per month if you just if you pay monthly. Hmm. And uh, it's just, it's just something that it, it's time to get rid of. What's the point of it? You do. You okay? What you're paying for with gold is it's something that's included in Ultimate as well. So we got to take that in consideration. We're, yep, we're getting yep. charged fifteen dollars for gold, or sorry, for Ultimate because gold is included in that. So if they got rid of gold, what are they going to put in to to comp? You know, to I mean, do they have to, to make up for the price? Maybe maybe you Ubisoft Plus that would be awesome, right? I mean, I know that's yeah. that's a lot to ask. That's a that's a lot to ask, but. If they take something away, I feel like they need to give you. Um, but Game Pass Ultimate gives you PC it. plus console games, mm-hmm. and it also gives you access to all those games on the cloud. So you don't need the games with gold. You don't need the gold perk with it. Mm-hmm. So this what comes is tough. with the gold? What comes with the gold perk is the the, the games with gold. This is what uh, <laughs> this is what we started talking about is the, right. the, the the quality of games with gold. It was not the greatest this month, and it hasn't been the greatest in a while. And a lot of people think they're free games. A couple years paying, now, I haven't downloaded those games at all. So, sorry, go a ahead. Lot, a, lot, a lot of people think they're free. How, I don't understand how they're free if you're paying. It's it's part of the service. They come with the service, right? So they're not they're not free. And plus, you do not actually own the Xbox One games. If you if you if your Gold or your Game Pass Ultimate lapses. You do not own those games, but you do own the 360 games and the OG games. Yeah, yeah. until you pay again, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. They come back to you. MLD, right. where are you? Are you you want to argue on this one? Yeah, <laughs> I got some thoughts on this one. I mean, I, I go I'm in, like man. Kind of like you there, where even though they're available every month, I look at them, I'm like, well, even though it's free, I don't want to download it. I don't see myself playing it. So a lot of times I skip it. It's, it's clear mm-hmm. they're focusing their whatever budget they got on on putting stuff in the Game Pass. I do agree. I think multiplayer should online multiplayer should be free. It's pretty ironic. They they were the first ones to introduce it, and in theory, they're going to be the the only ones in the future to have it free. It's going to be a big PR boost. I think um, they will take a hit on it, obviously with the revenue. But I feel like, in my personal opinion, the Game Pass has to reach a certain threshold. Before they can afford to take the uh, the hit on uh, on lack of gold, I don't know. I feel like it's just yeah. It's the, you guys said it. It's the right thing to do. It goes in line with their core strategy. I feel like they are in they are in a position to take the hit uh, sooner rather than later. It's just yeah. I, I think it's time. Like it, it'll really give Xbox like that much of a PR boost. Like it'll be the only 
uh, like core console that can play multiplayer games for free that aren't just free to play. I think that in itself would create a lot of word of mouth, a lot of buzz. If they find some way to just maybe maybe they have to re re uh, re uh, twerk the uh, the tier system for Game Pass. They might have to just like kind of do it from the ground up, do proper like do proper tiers once gold's not really a factor anymore. Maybe mm-hmm. that would be a thing with Ubisoft Plus. Maybe XCloud. I always thought XCloud should be its own thing by itself. Who knows? But I do feel like it's 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 coming up. It should be time. It is kind of weird. Yeah. You have to pay fifteen dollars just for just to stream. Yeah, right. yeah. I when you're saying that MLDM, I'm kind of with uh, Stallion. I'm feeling like that should just be included with being an Xbox customer. Like, cause we were talking about earlier, like you could take your stuff where Phil says, I want you to be able to take your stuff wherever you go. Right. And then he's at the same time, they're saying, well, you have to pay the tier to be able to stream the games. I don't know if licensing comes into the reason why you have to pay like um, maybe whatever game is on game pass. There's third party says, look, you can't just play that on whatever screen you want for free. Uh, there's gotta be some, you have to pay for it somehow, but I don't know. That's just super weird. One um, year. One year. One year? One year. You think year. it'll take a year? Mm-hmm. I, maybe you know, maybe in, in, in the next year, I don't think there'll be gold. I'll just say that. I, I'm, I'll, I'll line up with that because um, yeah. I'm thinking there's probably about 32. If I had to put a number on it, there's probably 32 million gold users. What do you think, Stallion? It's, it, I think it's more than the Game Pass. That's the reason they haven't got rid of it yet it's it's a lot of revenue it's a lot of revenue coming every month they're trying to they're trying to get everybody over it's clear they tried to raise the price last year and then they 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 went back on that 12 hours for it was really quick and then they went (laughs) and they gave everybody that uh for free you could play free to play games were actually free to play they weren't before they did that the next step is gold is going to be gone then they'll have they'll have all this stuff. Uh, if they have Game Pass for nine ninety nine, that should include streaming as well. You shouldn't have to pay fifteen dollars just to stream. You shouldn't about, have to get ultimate. How about this? And then we'll we'll jump off that topic because <laughs> like we could we could kind of go a little bit crazy. But I think you guys are kind of hinting at it. Games with gold can be kind of cool. Like you can grab a couple of games you never would have. You can discover them there, right? So put games with gold into the tier just replace that like game pass ultimate comes with games of gold but it's still free to play online just like it's now free to party chat online mm-hmm. so that we could be going on something there maybe we'll have to talk about that later on but let me grab some supers that are kind of build up here dark cmf thank you so much for the five dollars says the minute i saw king in the deal king meaning the the mobile company that's candy crush he said i said to myself this is brilliant it pays for itself within five years max and also, he says, happy birthday to Gaz. I am going to have to clip that and send it to Gaz, and he's going to rage. Sleeping Vistas, thank you so much for the. That's an inside joke. Gaz from Game on Daily. Uh, one day, somebody thought it was his birthday. Now it's every day's his birthday, and he hates it. <laughs> Sleeping Vistas for the Australian Five, thank you so much. Says, do you think Matter will go in day and date to Spartacus on console and PC? Ooh. Yeah, I think so. Assassin Lupo with the five yeah. pound super. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure uh, if if matter comes out in three to five years, Spartacus will be up and going. You'll have some other name, uh, PlayStation View or something like that. And it could be free to play though. If it's a live service game, it could be free to play. I mean, really good point, Sound. If if uh, Destiny made their next game free to play, it would be 
huge. It was so huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Assassin Lube with the five pound super says, is it working Xbox guys? PS buys. We, the gamer wins. Thumbs up. Yes, absolutely. I Silar 18 with the $5. Thank you. I Silar. Um, it's got the, uh, death. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just blanked on his name. Uh, uh, the superhero character that Ryan Reynolds plays, Death. Oh, oh my God, Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool. 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 Wow. I was Deadpool. trying to say Deathloop, Deathstroke. Yeah. De- <laughs> it was too long. You had a stroke. You guys, too. Are, <laughs> you guys are frying my brain, but he's got the uh, Bob Ross Deadpool picture. He says, "Mr. Cole, I'm confused over Spartacus. Isn't it just combining two services that have been there forever?" I don't know. It might be. Thank you so much to Brett E for the $25 super chat. He says, I think he's got the orange one. That's that's big, big time. He says, I think Bungie is a response to Bethesda deal. Is it big enough to make a splash with their customers, but cheap enough that they can afford it with their current debt load? And he says, much love, Stallion. Mm. So um, there's this thing about the... I'll, I'll, I'll ask you about this. I don't know if you paid attention, MLD, but there was like a quote about the the debt pool oh, yeah. that PlayStation has. Have you have you looked into this? I have seen it. So, like something like in the low trillions in debt overall. I don't know the validity of this, but yes, I have seen it. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I it's don't nothing. think. Apparently, Microsoft has their own debt too. I mean, I never really took that too seriously. I mean, all corporations have some kind of debt in them. I just think overall, Sony's they, Sony's got money to, to keep making these purchases. I just don't think they'll ever have enough buying power that Xbox has. I personally don't think it can go much higher than what they just did. I can see five billion tops being their ceiling, but I don't see it being much higher than that. That puts a lot of studios out of reach. Then that's that's a that's probably most of the ones that are left. Cap, yeah. Capcom, Konami. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going for anything less than. They're not going for anything less than $3.6 billion, baby, are they? Like, there's no way. You yeah. just They're like, you just bought one IP for 3.6. We're not selling you Resident Evil, Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can keep going on. Konami ain't mm-hmm. doing anything with their franchises, but they're still going to want a lot of money for them yeah. at this point. It seems they're in the habit of only buying individual studios. Only Xbox is buying entire publishers. So right. they can they can buy the equivalent yeah. of a publisher with a bunch of individual studios like the, what they did last year. So I think that's what they can do. Just they can buy they're, as it becomes available. They're, they're jabbing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they they're, are jabbing, they're, but they're, they're jab- but the best part about jabbing with buying a studio here and there, you know, sub jab, sub jab, um, that they can go and buy another one in two months if they want. Right now, like I kind of try to explain, Microsoft and Xbox are sort of locked down, like. They can't go and put intent to buy like yeah, Ubisoft they, or something crazy, yeah. right? Because then uh, the powers of be were like, oh, what's going on here? Because uh, you can buy a couple studios. I think PlayStation put themselves in. They can buy Destiny right now and they can turn around tomorrow and announce intent to buy another studio and it still wouldn't uh, raise a ruckus. There is some they're, double standard going, going the on there. They're going under the radar. While mm-hmm. Xbox is actually throw, is throwing hooks and uppercuts, and they're just throwing jabs, which is maybe working out to their benefit, but it's all it's all adding up. If you look at look what they've done the last year, they've they've probably a, equivalent to the Bethesda deal at least with yeah. the studios on a studio yeah. front. Maybe not an IP. Yeah, front, six or seven sure. studios last this past year. Yeah, right. 
yeah, studio that's... front, but not they didn't get those IPs they that that um, that Microsoft got that Xbox got from Bethesda. They didn't get anything close to that. Yeah, the that, crazy that's... thing yeah. is that like there's this lull right now with Stalker being delayed, and then Crossfire X is coming out in like ten days, and uh, um, I'm pretty sure that's not going to land very well. But like once you get into the spring and summer. The games are going to start rolling in. And when you think about all the studios that Xbox is reaching out and working with, like, hey, can you make us this? Hey, we need this type of game. Or, hey, we like what you have. We're buying that from you. It's insane, bro. It is going to be. It's going to be. Dude, it is going to be a machine. They are going to be a machine in one or two years. It's going to be. It's going to be. They're going to be cranking out some stuff because we really haven't seen the fruits of all the studios they've acquired before besides what psychonauts but that wasn't exactly i mean it starts now right it starts Mm -hmm. with redfall in the end of the summer beginning of the fall and then starfield and then forza motorsport like it's yeah all the other games they bought like dark tide even obsidian and uh uh, in exile they've come out with games but they've been multi-plat they have they've been on multi-platforms they're going to be exclusive what, what did Phil say? Uh, future Xbox exclusives will be where Game Pass lives, right? Right. Something. I don't know if that's the exact quote, but something something to that effect. Yeah. It's, uh, gonna, are they going to deviate from that from from the Activision thing? I don't. We haven't really talked about that much, but are do you think what they said one year, almost one year ago, when they acquired Bethesda, do you think they're going to deviate from that with Call of I, Duty? Uh, mm. I'm going to ask MLD's opinion because I think mm. Call of Duty is the only questionable factor. MLD, what is what do you think Phil Spencer's ready to say when they sit him down when it's official and say, what are your intents with Activision and Blizzard Games exclusively? Well, we said it before, like when Xbox bought the Bethesda, you don't pay X amount of billion dollars to keep it on the competition. I feel they're going to do what they've always been doing. You wait out the contracts. If 2022 and the 2023 Call of Duty and 2023 Warzone 2, if those are contractually obligated to be on PlayStation, they're going to do it. And I yeah. see no problem with that. But 2024 and on, I mean, come on. Like The 2024 Call of Duty on Game Pass Day 1, only on Xbox, combined with, as Stalin was saying, the floodgates opening with Bethesda, Bethesda Obsidian, In Exile, Ninja Theory, all of them are finally getting the fruits of their labor. It's going to be this avalanche that will be impossible to resist. And all the Call of Duty casuals, they they will convert. They will convert, 100%. That's that's what I love to hear um, because I agree with you. I don't think the, the mass majority of Call of Duty players care where they play. If you tell them that in 2025, they're like, oh yeah, this, this new one, uh, Call of Duty... Uh, smorgasbord that's what it's gonna be <laughs> called name. call of duty name. smorgasbord oh yeah that one's not on playstation that's only on xbox and pc they'll go oh i'll just play it on my pc or they'll oh i'll just go buy a series s i mean they mm-hmm. won't even buy a series x because i don't those games run at uh, 60 frames like they won't even care they'll just yeah. go buy a console like buying an xbox is no big deal for somebody who buys one game every year and there are tons of gamers like that right mld that yeah, just buy Call of Duty and maybe play Fortnite and Candy Crush. You got some guys that only play FIFA. You got the guys that play yep. Apex and Fortnite and Call of Duty, and that is it. Like, mm-hmm. like that—that that may seem strange to us and people in the chat, but a lot of those gamers exist. And then like, imagine 
like you said, Stallion, imagine once Call of Duty is ready to be exclusive, that Xbox says online multiplayer is free if you're an Xbox Live um, user. Get yourself an Xbox Live account, sign up, put in your, your, uh, your, what do you call it? Your, your, your Microsoft email account or connect it and you're there. You can play Call of Duty for free. They'll go buy a $300 Series S and they'll never have to pay for Xbox Live and they won't even bat an eye. It'd be amazing. Let me grab some supers there. Uh, we got Aquaman with a $5 says Bungie is respected for its shooting mechanics, but it hasn't it been lacking. But hasn't it been lacking? I'm quality storytelling and content, a problem with Activision and without. Yeah, uh, yeah I always wondered if Activision was part of the reason why I didn't like the story. Um, I hope not. That is kind of an iffy thing. I used to blame Activision for the reason why, uh, unlike MLD, I really liked Halo Reach. And I felt like when you went from Halo Reach straight over to Destiny 2, the story was piecemealed for uh, repeated content, right? That's a good That's a good point, Aquaman. Thank you. Bill Rinaldi says, with a $5, if Bungie is remaining independent, Xbox could theor- theoretically hire them to make an Xbox exclusive. It's possible. They're independent. Oh my gosh, he's right, isn't he? <laughs> like MLB, you know? They can get on the Game Pass day one if they yeah. wanted to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it could get interesting. It really kind of throws out... You know, in 2010 era, like the way we argued about exclusivity... I don't even know if we can even have these conversations anymore. Shaz, too sick for you again with the two-pound super chat. Says, did you know Call of Duty Mobile has 30 million active daily users? Is that wow. freaking true? Wait, 30 million daily? daily? I mean, maybe maybe 30 million total. But, I mean, you could be right. But when Phil says they have it's 2 big. billion mobile users, maybe he's right. Uh, we'll just take it at face value because Call of Duty is huge. <laughs> 30 million that's crazy that's printing money there <laughs> i know i mean that's what they're doing uh Hargit johnny with the five dollar thank you so much he says and he has the deadpool picture i said deadpool this time is the big announcement here that we should expect day and date playstation games on pc love that organic growth will spartacus be announced wednesday why wednesday is wednesday the state of play I think that's what he's talking about. Yeah, man. but they confirmed oh, GT seven though. They no, already they're not, said that. they're not, not going to announce that there. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, well, I mean, we're not we're not trying to be insiders here, but we'll just put in our our uh, predictions and say no. I'll say no just because these two guys did, <laughs> and I don't want to lose. <laughs> Aluminum fifty four. Thank you for the dollar super chat. Um, he didn't write anything, but also sent another two dollar one. And if you want to say something, uh, speak up. We love hearing from you. For havoc says happy birthday, guest. So just uh, goading people along there. Let's talk about this Halo TV show real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, man. Let's, I don't know okay. who to start with because we've got like some massive Halo fans here. Why don't you guys uh, fight it out? Go, go with MLD. He said, he, said something, he said something about Halo Reach, and I was wondering what he thought about the, the TV series because of what he said okay. earlier. To be, okay, clear, MLD. to be clear, I liked playing Halo Reach and the multiplayer and the campaign. It was just the story because I know yeah. I read the books. So that said, the Nerd. TV show <laughs> that said the TV show is not canon. So right. once you mentally accept that, you can just watch it blindly and just appreciate it for what it is. Mm-hmm. That said, uh, I 
I feel like they could have easily made Cortana a little more blue, just a little bit, just a little bit. I feel like that, that more Smurf like, huh? More Smurf like. Uh, give us, yes. give me your reaction because like you're watching this oh. thing on your phone or whatever, and then, oh yeah, like um, I first off the the, the budget looks amazing. The the production quality is really really high, so I'm happy with that. It's not like those uh like the ones that in 2007 when Halo then they kind of experimented with Halo being a movie. Like the quality Neil Blanc in that one was, was lacking, but now it looks pretty top notch. So I'm really happy with that. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Master Chief. He he look he sounds good. He looks good. He looks on point. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the column because Halo was a very vast uh, galaxy of stories to tell. Like a lot of like hundreds of colonies by uh, by humanity, and this seems to be during the Covenant War, just before the fall of Reach. From what I saw from it. Um, the fight scene with Chief and the elites that was amazing. Like, this isn't bad CG, this is like pretty good CG. Um, again, the Lord, some of it looks like real, like practical outfits, yes, yes, that too, like in a really good way, yeah. All right, and last thing, I mean, there's the part that kind of will bother me a little bit that one female character that was raised by the Covenant that just like mm, I, I know it's not canon, but still, like. The Coven doesn't raise humans. The, 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 that's not what the Covenant were like about. Mowgli. Yeah, it was it was about genocide. They killed them on sight. Yeah. You don't raise a human on, on high charity, the Covenant capital. Like, come on. But that I'm, story I'm, could get real interesting. Yeah. Maybe this uh, person was hidden like by one person that raised her, right? Yeah. I mean, in the hmm. if, if you want to make sense with the lore, I can see the jackals do uh raising her because they're pirates, they only care about money. Uh, but if it was wow. if it was if it was elites raising her, that makes no lore sense whatsoever. But again, I'm watching this knowing it's not canon, so I'm I, I just hope to have some good fun watching this. It, it, so far, it looks good for what it is. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, that gets me excited. Oh, I'm, you're like I'm gonna have to go to you for all my lore, like back checking. <laughs> Stallion, what what was your reaction? And uh, are you ready to virtually date Cortana? Uh, that was the one thing of that trailer. I agree with a lot of what uh, MLD said. I mean, he's on point with that. Um, everything looked great, but Cortana Cortana did look a little weird. I think that's what most people focused on, and I, I have to see I have to see more of how she moves around and how she talks and stuff like that. I she I know it's the the uh, the voice actor of Cortana, which is great. Yes, she she's there. Master Chief, he's not Steve Downs, but he sounds good. That that was one thing I was worried about too, is how Master Chief would sound. He sounds good. The uh, the the armor looks great. I thought it might look kind of cheesy, but it does. He's got he's got the, this walk to him. It looks it looks really cool. It looks dope. It looks almost like um uh the Punisher. You know how the guy what's his name John Berthanol Bert, uh God what's his name? He was in The Walking Dead. You know what I'm talking? Uh, he, yeah, he, yeah, he actually, yeah. yeah. Shane, Shane. Yeah. He's, he's, he's kind of got his walk, like the walk. He he's got that walk down. So it's like this cool, this cool walk, and and um, it, it's just it 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 blew me away the first time I saw just how good visually it looks. They had a little clip on Twitter before the trailer. They just had like this little tiny bit, and I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. That, that looks that looks amazing. So I can't wait for. I'm, I can't believe it's March. I can't believe it's coming up in just a couple months. Paramount Plus. I don't have Paramount Plus. I'm I hoping do. Game. I'm hoping Game Pass takes care of me. 
one month gives you a little perk. gives you a little perk. One month perk. Oh yeah, the one, one month, month percolation. Yeah. Uh, do you think that. John uh, Stallion? You think John Master Chief is going to be buff enough? The guy looks very uh, trim. I, th- like, I mean, the, the suit does a lot for him. Yeah, it, I mean, what do you bulky. what do you imagine? Like John, like what Master Chief looks like if he took that off? Like, I mean, they they showed his back, right? Yeah, with the girl's scars. Oh, yeah. Looked like he had a pretty jacked back. It looked pretty. Did was it pretty? Jacked? I don't know. I can't really remember. It, it didn't look. He didn't look. He didn't look like he was starving. So I mean, it looked. <laughs> it looked, it looked, so it looked enough okay MREs. Yeah, it looked okay to me. But okay. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, as long as he inside the suit, we're not going to see his face. We can. What all, about we, this? We already know that. What about this, Stallion? What do you expect? What do you the, expect? Is he going to take the helmet off on the show? No, no, no. It's not canon. So MLD? Well, is he going to take the helmet off? Is he going to go Mandalorian on us? I think he will take off the helmet because, uh, oh, I mean, again, it's not canon, so they are going to make certain tweaks. You can't have a TV show without, because again, Mandalorian, he took off his helmet. However brief it was, he did take it off. I didn't need that in Mandalorian, though. Huh? I didn't need or want that in Mandalorian to see his face. I guess it depends on maybe the actor or the writers. Maybe he, maybe oh, they, they want to feel like, like, well, how how do you say it? it, it they don't want to feel like they're just voicing in the dialogue. They want to be able to see themselves uh, on the screen. Maybe I, maybe that if they do it right, maybe. But again, as, as long as he doesn't get these giant monologues, if he can say what Chief does in the game, he says it's like short mm-hmm. to medium level sentences mm-hmm. here and there. I think it, they can make it work. And Put as long on as musical it, numbers. Brief, yeah. I think we're gonna see an eye. It's gonna, it's the helmet's gonna crack, the shield's gonna crack, and you get to see, you yeah. get to see an eye first. So yeah. we'll have, and his we'll eyes, like, color eyes, we'll know his eyes, eyes, like, yes, Sony Bob Bungie, Cortana. Cortana looks weird though from from first glance. That was my first impressions of Cortana. She just looked kind of weird. So speak for know. the people, Stallion. Speak for the people about. What's what's missing from Cortana? As someone who's been a fan for twenty plus years, like, what'd they get maybe, wrong? Maybe not live at. Maybe putting her live action. Maybe it could have been. She could have been digital. I think that might might have worked better. She well, is. She is an AI that pops up in the game, and she doesn't really. She blends in the game differently already. So in the movie, I feel like she should be a hologram. Of they they can like, put that in. Yeah, she looks like a replicant or something, right? She, she looks, looks like a. She, I mean, if they fixed, if they were able to fix Sonic the Hedgehog, I feel like they can they can make Cortana a little that, more blue. That is, yeah, but the show they, need to, they need to go back. They need to go back and do it. That's right. I, that, that's exactly right. She's like the original Sonic. Yeah. At, at this moment, you don't have to redesign her. Just make her a tinge blue or a little tinge I, transparent. That's it. That's it. We we can be a bit critical because it's not a real. I mean, maybe they modeled her after a real person, which they do typically, and that's what makes a CGI character look realistic. But the first thing that struck me wasn't the the lack of blue or the lack of scan lines or or cool like digital artifacts. Was her face just looked too small to me? Like huh. the head was shrunk. It seemed like uh, I don't know if you guys got that impression. It just seemed like this little teeny tiny face. I got uh, back in. See that. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't even have to go back. I just see, I don't know, chat. It, maybe I'm super weird, but like the proportions are like, just seem like this little tiny miniature face, little, little eyes, little nose. 
we're very we're nitpicking now for sure. Like, yeah, but yeah. I, I can't I can't wait to watch it regardless. Yeah. I, I think so everybody had the same reaction with Cortana. I think everybody yeah, yeah. had a, a reaction yeah. with Cortana. So let's talk production values. Like uh it's not the game, but what were your impressions? Because oh, like it blew me it blew me away. Like mm-hmm. I'm really surprised they put that much budget into making it look the way it does. Like top this is like like uh, I watched uh, Four Unto Dawn, like those straight to straight to um, straight to movies, like when Halo Four came out, or the one with uh, Locke when Halo Five came out. Those you can tell were just a little more lacking on the budget. This is like they're all in. Like when they when Satya said he's all in on gaming, this is all in because I can definitely see a cross promotional thing going on. As much I think because Halo Infinite, it's going to get co op later this year. It's going to get Forge. Oh, it's going to get yes. all these new things. This is going to go hand in hand, just like with Netflix and The Witcher. When the Netflix uh, Witcher came out, Witcher 3 uh, game sales and player counts got a boost. I feel it's going to go hand in hand. And to make a good impression, you got to go all in, like The Witcher uh, TV show did as well. That was so, so perfectly said, because yeah. I was just coming to that when you were saying that, that co-op is coming in like June and this show is going to get people pumped to go back in. I was wondering what was going to motivate me to go back and do co-op with my buddies. Like maybe we'd be busy with other games, but uh, chat, let us know, uh, type that out there in the chat. What are you thinking about? Is that, are you pumped for the halo show? You think it's going to get you back in? Cause back in the day, my brothers and I would watch Rocky four. And then afterwards we go out on the trampoline and box the crap out of each other's faces with our boxing gloves. Cause you get pumped after watching a movie like that. So MLD, don't ever watch like Bloodsport with me when we're in person because oh, well, no. it'll be on. I see. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Halo show looks good. There was, um, yeah, uh, you know, Halo MPD number two, the TV show, 20 million uh, played. It's absolutely amazing. So yeah, I'm excited for that. One of the other things that uh, came up that's kind of funny, we'll talk about for just a second here, um, the copy and paste thing for... <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, This has been going on for almost a week now. Hmm. And um, I don't, I don't like this sort of thing. Like this kind of irritates me. People make these comparisons, try to downplay a big game. It's going to be pretty cool, right? It gets a little irritating, but I have Hmm. to be honest that the media has done this to other games and Xbox games and other IPs like full force. But when a guy on Twitter says it, my boy J Rock got he got he got uh, <laughs> he got thrown around quite a bit. MLD, did you follow copy and paste J Rock? This yes. guy's he's generally he's I like him because he's funny. Yes, but this was not a good situation. It, 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 this was a lot like when uh, on Twitter uh, the user Gandalf he did the thing with God of War getting into the boat animation. It got the exact same reaction, and I, I know I know that both guys in the end they're just having fun. But I know the intent behind it. I it's because uh, the narratives online, like, uh, are that they put the, the the best of the best PlayStation developers on this like grand pedestal. That everything they do is like leagues and leagues above everyone else in the industry. All of these things are really trying to say is that they're just as good as Nintendo or Xbox developers. Everyone reuses assets. It's no big deal. It's actually pretty normal in the industry. And in the end, like they're. They're, they're, in the end, they're no better because they do that too. That's all the point was. But again, you make you make you put everyone on this level, even playing field, 
and all the fans of that particular camp, they get all uppity because you question their pedestal and you know what they put it on, what they put on it. So I think they, it brought that to light, and the reactions that speaks for itself. But overall, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that narrative myself personally because again, it, it's a, it's, it's little stuff, it's, it's little things, and everyone does it at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I think. Okay, okay, that's fair enough. Did you follow this stallion? Or did you try to stay, you know, with a ten foot pole on this I, one? I kind of stayed away. I saw the post. I, I'm pretty sure I saw the God of War one too. You're referring to MLD, but MLD's pretty much hit nailed it there with everything. I mean, we're, we're going to reuse assets. People are going to reuse assets. PlayStation going to reuse assets. It's it's a funny thing to bring up. It. I don't think everybody should be so mad that maybe he brought it up. I mean, was he? Was he bringing it up in a? Was it a negative way? Was he just being funny? I, I don't know the guy's intent. Uh, but- both a little bit. I mean, it's it's a chance to to get the PlayStation fans angry. Get them riled uh, it's, up. A, a it's a way to downplay the game. Like right, MLD. I'm kind of. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, because yeah, again, they're they're really hyped for Horizon. Wait, was mm, absolutely. Yeah, as they should be. It looks like it's going to be a really good game. It looks like it's going to be an improvement over the first one in in most ways. So they have a right to be uh, happy about that. It's just they don't like it when someone maybe pops the bubble saying that maybe Gorilla doesn't do everything from the ground up, that they do, in fact, reuse animations. It kind of pops their narrative. But again, like, everyone does it. It's really normal across the industry, and people just – I guess some people just didn't know that. So, yeah, yeah it is not. kind maybe, of – Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, I mean, if you think about Gears 4 and 5, I mean, there's so many things that you could probably put side-by-side side over and over. Um, both games are great, but I don't know. Maybe there was this divide between we, the journalists and the media versus some guy on Twitter where they were like, hey, you can't do that. <laughs> but, yet, but yet they were. Um, I just hope he didn't get any terrible, terrible messages. I'm pretty sure he did because when I checked out this tweet, he had over 2.5 million views, Whoa. over 4,000 quote yeah. tweets. And most of the quote tweets, guys, had hundreds of comments. And of course, 90% of them were dragging J-Rock. So my advice is if you want to join in on this fun, please don't. It's probably not very fun. Press mute uh, right away. <laughs> well, the an- the animation was good, though. So why not keep it? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And uh, MLD said it be- said it really well. This is uh, Horizon is a really quality game. And it looks really great. So trying to find something to nitpick, like me talking about Cortana's face being too small, is so- psychotic talk. And I'll never do it again. Uh, let's see. We got... Uh, Hargit Johnny with the two dollars says, "Put Elden Ring in Game Pass. Write the check, Phil. I don't think it's happening, but no, write the no, check, no. Phil. Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I think no. that, that I think they're going to eke out as much uh, from initial sales. Um, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Maybe the, the holidays. Doesn't... Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Isiler eighteen with the five dollar. Thank you. Says the Puddlegate debacle from Spider Man has to be the funniest. Still, yeah, that uh, Puddlegate was pretty messy. Um. One of my buddies got into that mix pretty good, and I watched him fight his way out of a out of a gunny sack on that one. Um, so the last bit here we have, uh, we are just over, but the Xbox is working on a Monster Hunter game and Blizzard on a survival game. Are you guys into this these genres at all? It could be kind of niche. Stallion. Monster Hunter and a survival game. Is that your bag? 
I've only played a little bit of Monster Hunter. It was on Game Pass for a bit, and that's when I played it. I don't think I actually own it, and I've never played Monster Hunter before. Uh, Monster Hunter, it's Monster Hunter World, right? Mm-hmm. Monster Hunter World is mm-hmm. the game. Okay, yeah, I played a little bit of that. I can see why people like it. It's not really my jam, but I can understand why Xbox wants a clone of that game because it is super, super popular, and it's yeah. it's a really cool game to play with friends. It's another live service game. I, I think I saw a quote where they couldn't afford it to be on Game Pass, but it's already been on Game Pass. Maybe I misread the yeah, quote. That was, but... No, you're right. Jeff Grubb was talking. Uh, he was in a podcast like we are, and he was talking okay. off the top of his head. And I quoted him in a video I did where he said maybe they couldn't afford to put it on Game Pass, and a lot of people said it was on Game Pass, but sometimes you forget what was there. Right. You know? Yeah, I don't know how much that cost them to put on there, but it was on there for at least a year. So they they got to run with it. So that means it was very popular. They got to test it and see, and then they're like, "Well, maybe we'll make a game around that." Oh, Why true. not? That was a that was a good a good test to maybe put a lot of money into something just like it. So I I can only see a win win there because they've seen the numbers. Why not Why not invest in that? Yeah. Well, MLD, what about you? Are you interested in a survival game? Um. I'm not do you play those? There aren't many. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I've only been getting into survival games recently. Like I did try Grounded when it was uh, when it was first out. I, I found that really promising. I decided to step back from that and wait till it, it's like like completed, like Grounded 1.0. But I do like the idea of the survival games, especially from Blizzard. Like they're known for making this like these fantastical universes. So mm-hmm. integrating a survival uh, kind of experience into that possibly with co-op because I think the concept art kind of uh, assumed uh, it would be um, some kind of social elements. I- I'm definitely open to that because uh, yeah, it- it's variety. That's what Xbox is trying to do. They're trying to do all these genres at-, at-, at the same time. And that's fantastic. Everyone has their, has their preferences. Uh, as far as uh, monster hunter uh, clone goes, I- I'm not particularly, uh, I haven't played those, that- those games too much, but again, like Stallion said, it's a very big genre. If, my, if if Xbox can get a piece of that, all the better. Because yeah, game it's all Game Pass is all about like you know bringing people together, multiplayer, social stuff. Uh, I think it'll be a good fit. Yeah, that's a good point. Like uh, if you have all these genres, right? And if Monster Hunter fills the void of what's in there, like you need a fighting fighting games they're missing. Mm. Uh, yeah, that that's a pretty good point. I have a couple friends that are really into Monster Hunter. One of my friends played them on all the platforms, played them on Nintendo, and a few years ago, like he couldn't get enough of them. So, but I tried them and just I don't know, they're just different, I guess. But yeah, that's crazy. But thank you so much. There's over a thousand people watching here on the Ecstasy Podcast. We are going to get out of here. It's been a long night. The chat's been incredible. It's been a couple uh, interesting comments. And thank you so much for the supers. One last one before we head out it's from Brett Bingham. Thank you for the five dollars. Says. I think Microsoft could get away with buying WB Games, Bando Namkai, if they could buy 100% of them with less scrutiny once the Activision Blizzard acquisition is finished. So I wouldn't expect to hear anything about acquisition intents from Xbox for another year as they wrap up this uh, mm. uh, They wrap up this deal and make sure everything goes smoothly. But I got to really give a shout out and give the opportunity for these two gentlemen to brag and really boast about what they're doing and where you can find them. We'll start with General MLD, who uh, is new to the XNC podcast. It's good to have him on here. MLD, tell the people where they can find you, what you're doing, and, uh, you know, what's your claim to fame, be? 
All right. Well, this was a great show. Thanks for having me on. Great. Finally, just talking to you like in person like this. This this was yeah. This was so, this was so much fun. Uh, you can. Uh, I'm mostly active on Twitter at MLD Ghost. I'm there practically every day, just uh, engaging with the with the community, both Xbox and uh, you know, just the the thrill of a good debate. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, wait, I got to I got to interrupt you. I got to interrupt <laughs> right. you. One of the things I really like about General Amadeus is passion, of course. I, I see, you know, you keep an all watching eye around the people you hang around with. Uh, he's very respectful. She gives gives the straight facts. He doesn't uh, put anybody in a headlock. So, yeah, go ahead, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> just you got, if as long as long as you keep it on the games, like oh, you, you'd be surprised uh, who sticks around or, or who. Uh, yeah, either way, it, it's fun. It's fun. Just, <laughs> I know what you mean, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Gamer tag is Ghost MLD. You're gonna see me uh, just playing like uh, playing certain games there, just hacking away at the old backlog, having a good time there. YouTube channel is General MLD, and uh, yeah, just uh, I, I, I went I went away for uh, for the Xbox One generation, but I am not going anywhere now. Having too much fun. Awesome, awesome, and I'll I'll get your both your channels, uh, the Twitch and youtube channels in the description when i wrap up the show uh and stallion 83 the man with 2.5 million gamer score a L- little less a little less but <laughs> 2.499 we'll, we'll go with that we'll go whatever number you want to throw out we'll go with that all right uh, tell uh everybody tell them about your twitch channel tell them what you're doing because you're doing a giveaway you haven't wrapped up your giveaway yet have you yeah, yeah, I've been giving away controllers like crazy uh, recently on my on my Twitch channel. I've been giving away some premium controllers, uh, Xbox controllers, Forza controllers, the 20th anniversary controllers, all the all the cool controllers. I've been giving nice. away like like crazy. My Twitch channel is Twitch.tv/Stallion83. I'm on Twitter, Twitter.com/Stallion83. YouTube is Stallion83. Xbox gamer tag Stallion83. I'll be achieving until the day I die. Awesome, that's so awesome. So yeah, uh, check out. She'll be wrapping up that uh, the uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas playthrough. So yeah, yeah check that out. Um, Dying Light too. Dying Light. You guys interested in Dying Light? I'm going to be playing. Oh some Dying yeah, Light. that looks really good. hours. Five hundred hours plus. Ooh. I don't give a damn. Five hundred. You're going to do the five hundred? I cannot <laughs> wait. I cannot yeah, wait luck. for that. Um, here, I'm putting this in right now. Um, we got one more super. Uh, let's see, where is it? Two more. You guys are great. Thank you so much. She has sick. She has too sick for you. Has two supers uh, for five pounds each or one. Here we go. To clarify, Call of Duty Mobile has 240 million active players, 30 million active daily. In my opinion, putting Game Pass on PS gives Sony's hardware relevance, making Xbox obsolete. So he's pushing for them not to do it. So that is a lot of people. I cannot imagine users. I can't 30 million wow. a day, but 240 million wow. active players. That's crazy. That's seven, nuts. That's why they were 70 billion in Candy Crush, whatever they got going on. Jeez. If they could put the Candy Crush mini game into Call of Duty while you're respawning, then I'm there. But yeah, <laughs> thank you so much for the for checking out the show. Um, hit the like on your way out. Uh, this has been Ecstasy Podcast will be on demand on YouTube and on demand for Spotify, Google, Pocket Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week, and we're out of here. See you. See you.